Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the sound Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as a thousand dollars a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as ten days. Call now, 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends, or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three. Four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because uh, the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk. All day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sport station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine, and I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my height. I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will, but uh, you got a big crowd out there. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment, you know. It's all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. What's up, ballers? How you doing? Manchester, HW, Jesse, and we welcome back the newly wedded Marty. Yes, sir. Whose name, whose last name I simply cannot pronounce. He still, Marty O seems uh, pretty decompressed. Yeah. He seems pretty stress-free. Uh, maybe I need to take a mini-moon. <laughs> Can I take the next eight days off? Just decompress a little bit, Nick. You know, um, I'm not sure what went down at the wedding, but 
I would totally understand why Marty's new wife would not take on his last name since we cannot pronounce it. How in the hell is she going to go on the rest of her life trying to pronounce it? Yeah, so, you wouldn't voluntarily sign up for that. Marty, can, one more time. What is your last name? Give it us is, another shot at it. It is pronounced Oleskowitz, just like it's spelled. It's not very difficult. <laughs> yeah, but it's spelled like Shashevsky, right? You got all these K's and Z's in there, right? That's how I learned the alphabet, honestly. How long did it take as a kid to spell your own name? I don't know, maybe third, fourth grade. <laughs> how many times do you think in your life you've had to spell it for someone? Oh, countless times. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be in the thousands, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, congratulations, my man. I know we've poked fun. We've had to, we have a good time with this whole, um, week long post honeymoon, mini moon, whatever you want to call it, but congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Do you feel any different being wedded right now? Not really. I got this thing on my finger, but that's, that's pretty much it. I'm just glad you're still hitched. It didn't get annulled. You're still good. Uh, you know, made it through the mini moon. That's four days in and we are, we are looking good. I'm telling you, those first four days, that's the hard part. You're, mm -hmm. It's all downhill from here. You're in the clear. Yeah, might be the third longest marriage among this group here. So <laughs> congratulations. We'll get back to party with Marty in the 8 o'clock hour, as we always do. I'm sure you have a lot of stuff that you thought about during your mini moon. Probably bored to your life, but whatever. Uh, we'll get to that. Guys, here's what happened to me last night. It was such a jam-packed night of sports. And as sports nerds, you guys understand, it was only the 17th time in the history of the world that all four major sports – when I say the majors, there's more than majors these days, but they consider it hockey, baseball, football, and basketball. All four majors had a game going on last night. First time it's ever happened on a Thursday night. So you had your pick of the litter to watch last night. And, of course, I fell asleep at 725 and woke up at 930. So I missed a good two-hour chunk of what took place last night. Thank God. Uh, for Twitter to be able to recap everything that went down. Here's when I fell asleep. I fell asleep when the Dodgers already had that game under control. I fell asleep when the Avs were up. I think there was one nothing over the Blues. Kerfoot scored. Yep. I fell asleep when, uh, uh, Oakland scored on the, on the Chiefs and that was a tie game early. And I fell asleep when, uh, Porzingis had the Knicks tied against Oklahoma City. It was 40 to 40. So all of that changed when I awoke two hours later, obviously. Because two hours later, Dodgers were bubbling in champagne. The Avs were denied a goal by some weird challenge. We'll get into that later with uh, Peter McNabb. Uh, the Clippers were now on TNT. The Clippers and Lakers instead of OKC. And the Raiders, I saw this live at least, the Raiders mounted one of the most ridiculous, most entertaining rallies to win a game I've ever seen. And this was on Thursday Night Football. What a finish to that game, fellas. What would you think about that? Yeah, that was wild. You know, they had, what, four or five final plays? I mean, Tony Romo was joking with Jim, Jim Nance. You said it was the final play like four or five times, and on the actual final play, they did score a touchdown. Um, you know what? I, I find it hard to disagree with anything that happened. I thought the penalties were fair. I thought the touchdown that came off the board was the right call. Uh, I know the officials are going to get killed this morning because it took forever to finish the game, but tell me the one call or one thing they did that was wrong in that final sequence. Well, I'm not sure I can point it out. I didn't here's, like any of the calls. I, thought they were, I would have swallowed my whistle on every single one of them. So and, we can just that, mug guys because it's the last see, play of the game? Therein lies on the problem. Touchdown. That's the problem that you guys disagree on this, and a lot of people have the same disagreement. Here's the issue with football these days is 
the interference and defensive holding call has become much like the offensive holding call where you could feasibly call one every play. If I wanted to, if I'm a referee, I could watch a pass play develop and call a defensive holding or an interference every single time. Because there's always contact. Always. There were and, th- three flags in a review in the final 15 seconds of the game. And they got him right. But where do you draw yeah. the line, HW? Here's the problem I'm having is, uh, yes, they got him right. Vic, by the the Raiders of the season law, was on the line. I get it. By Isn't the it important we get that law, right? I hate yes. the Raiders as much as the next guy, but yes, the league owes it to that team to get that right. I don't but think Crabtree he, pushed off on the first touchdown as much as he did it on the winning touchdown. I agree. I agree. I thought that was a big so, flop. But anyway, but if you recue, you give me any play from the Raiders Chiefs game. Give me a pass play in the first quarter. Okay. Just cue it up for me. And show me how the DB covers the receiver. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you will find a moment where you say, oh, well, that's, yeah, that's defensive holding right there. There's, he's too handsy. That's the thing, man. I don't know what, I don't know what it is anymore. If I'm a referee, I don't know what to call. They're grasping, grasping each other every single time down the, the field now. Well, in the review of the touchdown, the long touchdown that they put at the one yard line and then they have the 10 second runoff, which is what screwed the Lions earlier in the year, got it down to eight seconds. Okay, maybe he was down at the half-yard line, but he also then bobbled the ball and caught it in the end zone. Like, you could have called that either way. You really could have. And it is it is not even a half-second. It's like a tenth of a second. That's the difference. I just think they're, they're it's over-officiated. It's over-officiated. The game could you properly identify defensive holding? Could you properly identify it? Um, I think in my mind, what I, what I know is defensive holding. Yes, but it's never called the same way. Not only from one crew to the next, twice in one game, it's never called the same. Because I could look at it both sides. When Jared Cook got you know molested by that dude in the end zone, and they called defensive holding, a flag that came late on a ball he should have caught anyway. I I could have made the same case that it was Jared Cook who committed a crime there. He's the guy who pushed off. He's the guy who had offensive P.I. You could look at it both ways. I, I don't understand what it is anymore. It's become so blurry, the difference between defensive holding, interference, and no calls. It's very much like the other side of the line of scrimmage, where on any given play, you can call a hold. If Derek Carr I, leads that comeback, it ends with the touchdown down the sideline to Cook. It's a great finish. The way it turned out, it was just a joke. And it's the same final score. But it was just, it was just, it got, it got ridiculous. I mean, Tony Romo admitted as much. It just, it got absurd of, let's move them to the 10. Now they're at the 6. Now they're back at the 11. Now they're at the 1. It just was like, oh my God, could we just run a play? If I'm an NFL receiver and I'm in the red zone, do you know what I do? Do you know what I tell my receivers to do? Guess. Run into the defensive back? Flop. Yeah. Flop every single time. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what I'm getting at here. If we're going to the flop, Side of the, then the sport is now, now, now I don't know how you officiate it. Cause if you act like you're getting run over or interfered with and you force the referee to make a decision and then you start arguing that you didn't get your call, I'm telling you that that's, that's what we saw. Remember when you didn't think that was a big game for the Broncos, Vic? Well, the Broncos didn't play. It was huge. Their final result was huge. You look at the AFC standings this morning, yeah, every results, single team in the AFC has two losses at least. Every single one. Let's and rephrase it. The results so, of the game are important for the Broncos, not the game. The results of the game. 
Big game last night. I, so, I was on pins and needles hoping the Raiders would win, and that felt dirty, but that was big for the Broncos. And I know where you're going, Manchester. If they had beaten the Giants, they would be the only one-loss team in the AFC. No, I just, I'm saying it doesn't matter. You really think this team's going to win the division? If Trevor Simeon eventually gets ousted, they still have a chance. Would you agree with that? They have a better chance. But, I mean, look, I'm watching the game last night, and this is sort of anti-Simeon, sort of not. I'm watching that last drive. Derek Carr, the leading his team down the field, converting a fourth and 11. And what pops into my mind is two things. One, Trevor Simeon could never do this. Ever. Ever. And two, they probably don't have anybody on the roster who could do this. I don't think Brock can do that. I I wouldn't bet my mortgage that Paxton could do that ever in his career. Certainly not now. It just it just was depressing. And I don't think Derek Carr is a world beater. He's, he gets a world beater contract. But, God, he's light years better than what we have here. Fellas, uh, we have a lot planned on the show this morning, as we always do on Fridays. Peter McNabb will join us here at 8 o'clock to discuss what went down last night on home ice as the Avs lose to the St. Louis Blues on a weird call. I, I saw it. Uh, they, they called an offsides on a, on a challenge. It denied the Avs a chance to tie the game. Uh, but my favorite part, well, I shouldn't call it my favorite part, the most interesting aspect of that game, if you guys heard Jared Bednar afterwards, we talked to Coach every Wednesday on this show, he went off. That's as animated as I've heard Jared Bednar in a long time. He went off on a couple of his own players. you got to hear that sound. Was one of them that Yakupov guy? Yes, it was. Well, yes, I'm not sure it I'm, was. I'm not sure I'm down with this. Well, that's our guy. Hear it from the coach himself. Uh, in fact, it might be the uh, source of my piping hot takes oh. coming up. So Peter McNabb uh, will elaborate a little bit more on that. We're also uh, also honored to be joined by Alex English today. Yesterday, Dan Issel. Today, Alex English. And another guy whose number is up in the rafters at Pepsi Center, Byron Beck. So two of the guys that will be in attendance tomorrow night at Pepsi Center for the home opener will join us on the show this morning talking a little Nuggets basketball. lot to catch up on here, a lot to do when we come back. Our piping hot takes. We're packed. It's Friday. It's a beautiful day. Enjoy the weekend. Don't fall asleep and miss everything like I did. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris. We're getting you ready for the Broncos and the Chargers. We'll do our prop bets, the Dover Unders. We'll have our lukewarm locks for the week. Plus, we'll find out from former Charger Rich Ornberger what it's like to be a Los Angeles Charger. Plus, I'm going to give you the one thing that the Broncos have to do and will do in the first five plays on offense for them to win the game. I guarantee. Tune in, Crackman and Harris on Friday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers, changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. 
Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. I'm hearing about two accidents on the highways right now. A four-car crash blocking the left lane eastbound I-70 just after Central Park Boulevard with backups to at least I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon and an accident on I-25. It's northbound clearing off the left lane at 6th Avenue. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to vic lombardi busy weekend at pepsi center the abs blues last night it'll be the nuggets and sacramento kings tomorrow night again if you're going to the game get there early because uh having a big fan fest in the grand atrium at pepsi center starting around Three o'clock in the afternoon, so uh, a chance for you to meet some of the legends that are coming down for this game, including Alex English and Byron Beck, both numbers retired in the Pepsi Center rafters. Both guys will be on this show this morning. Alex English at nine, Byron Beck at nine thirty. We'll hook up with Peter McNabb at eight a.m. this morning. His thoughts on what went down last night. Crazy doings at Pepsi Center. That was a cra- that was the craziest Avs game of the year. Hate to lose, obviously, the third straight. They got some issues. But Jared Bednar after the game, his post-game press conference almost as entertaining as the game itself. We will hear from Coach Bedsy coming up a little bit later. But first, our piping hot takes. 
because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's Vince Hot Take. All right, fellas, we've been doing this show together for just over a year, so I hope you've been paying attention. Besides the current Nuggets players, who is my favorite NBA basketball player? Can you guys answer that question? Uh, Patrick Beverly? Yes. You've been paying attention, James. I know. I don't like where you're going, but go ahead. Why is Patrick Beverly my favorite NBA player. Why do you think that's the case? He's he, not a he's not a big scorer. Works hard on both ends of the floor, and he's got a little nasty in him. He's a dog. Mm-hmm. He's a dog, and every team needs that dog. So when Patrick Beverly got traded from the Rockets to the Clippers, I cried. I cried because I was hoping deep down the Nuggets would make a run at a guy like Patrick Beverly. He brings so much to a team, so much that is not in the stat sheet. Like last night, for instance. Lakers, Clippers. By the way, the Lakers are on national television like 35 times this season. It's ridiculous for a team that's going to get whomped. Anyway, we know why they were on. They got Lonzo Ball. They got the ball factor. They got his dad sitting courtside. The game is a home game for the Lakers, and they got ripped. Clippers easily, easily beat the Lakers last night, 108-92. But during that game... The uh, underlying theme was, how would Patrick Beverly handle Lonzo Ball? Well, he handled them all right. Held Ball to three points, four assists, nine rebounds. Three points and four assists. During the course of the game, you could see Patrick Beverly not only get into Lonzo Ball physically, but mentally. He was talking trash all night. He was MFing him up and down during the course of the game. He got in his head before the game even tipped off. As he walked off the court... Beverly was heard screaming, quote, weak-ass mf'er, bring him on the court with me, and I will tear his blank up. Not only in reference to Lonzo Ball, but his father, LaVar Ball, who was sitting courtside. It got personal. And this is what you're going to get with the Ball family. Every NBA arena you go to now, somebody on the other side is going to try to take it to Lonzo Ball. Not because of Lonzo Ball, but because of LaVar Ball, his father. Lonzo's going to pay the price for his father. And Patrick Beverly, who's the biggest dog in the NBA, took it to him something fierce. So my question this morning, when the Nuggets take on the Lakers later this season, who's going to be that Nuggets dog? Who's going to be that guy that takes it personally, that's going to get physical, that's going to say, nope, not in my house. I want to identify that dog because that's when I know that the Nuggets are next level. Every team has to have a Patrick Beverly, like it or not. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. I'm going to steal a page from Manchester and I'm going to complain about replay. 4-3 last night. Avs get a couple wild goals in the third period to get within one. Pepsi Center's fired up. They've lost two in a row. They're 4-3 and three on the season. They need to find a way to get this game to overtime, and they do. Miko Rantanen scores a brilliant game-tying goal. Pepsi Center's going wild. It's 4-4. We're looking at OT, and the Avs are looking to steal two points from the Blues and go to 5-3 and three on the year with their long break coming up before they play the Stars on Tuesday. And next thing you know, 
Buzz Killington. The Blues somehow come up with a second challenge. Uh, I didn't know that was allowed. I thought you had one challenge. Apparently you get a coach's challenge and an offsides challenge. Who knows? We're just making up the rules as we go. Turns out the Avs were offsides. Sven Andragetto had his skate in the zone and the puck was on his stick and it was kind of confusing. But Peter McNabb and Mike Haynes, who know a lot more than I do, did say it was the correct call. But even though it was the correct call, getting to that result was frustrating because it sucked the life out of the building. It deprived the Avs of a miraculous comeback and a chance to go to overtime and a chance to squash this two-game losing streak in the butt and have their most exciting win of the year. And instead, a ticky-tacky replay call showed Sven Andragetto was apparently offside and the Blues coach was allowed to challenge that again. I'm not sure why. And the Avs lose 4-3. They've now lost three in a row. They sit at 4-4. Four and four. Coach Bednar's ticked off after the game, and I don't blame him. And things are starting to feel a little bit like, uh-oh, remember last year? So, last night, I'm not saying the season changed. I'm not saying it, it cost them uh, their year. I'm just saying a ticky-tacky replay call dictated how the Avs and their fans will feel for the next four or five days, and I'm not a big fan of it. A, a quick retort to your hot take, and I'll say this, as much as I watched that game, the Avs didn't deserve to win. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here this morning and, and blame the officials and blame that call as the reason. They didn't deserve to win. Had they deserved to win that game, I'd be a little more like you, hot under the collar. you got to be deserving before you get those kind of breaks. They were not deserving last night. Okay, Even but it's an 82-game season. Every once in a while, you got to steal a game, Vic. And they had a chance to steal a game last night, and it was deprived because of the referees and this new bogus challenge thing that I'm being told about. Remember, on the text all line. that does is tie the game. It doesn't win the game. It okay, just but does it. it get them a point? Does it get them a point with a chance to get a second point? In there's OT there's or a lot of time out? left in the game. There Who knows? 2.30 left. That game was headed for a time. You can't base your team on hope. you got to do it. And they Jared did it. Bednar they did it. They scored a beautiful game-tying goal that had the Pepsi Center rocking that, oh, by the way, it didn't count because of some ticky-tacky crap. I'm pissed. All right, we'll hear from Bednar a little bit later. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Vic, the reason I knew the uh, answer to your question is because uh, you went the same direction I was going. I've got the uh, box score up here on my phone to, really? to, to prove it. Oh, uh, so you noticed um, it. You noticed what I noticed. You know, I was paying I close attention to that game. I did, and uh, it wasn't in the paper because the game ended after 9 o'clock at night, so I had to use my phone for the box score. Wow. And, and I wasn't sure, like, does it make me a bad person? That was going to be my hot take is I think I may be a bad person. Because on a night when there was so much going on in the sports world, where the Raiders had this crazy comeback to win on the final play of the game, where the Avs had this wacky finish, the way the Dodgers got to the World Series for the third, first time since the Cosby Show was the number one show in America. My favorite moment of the night, my favorite part of the night, was Patrick Beverly sticking it to Lonzo Ball. You know I, why? You know why? I'll tell you why. Because you and I have the same. You're, you're a competitor, and you love competitiveness. You That is the purity of the sport right there. When you wash away everything about sport, at the core of sport is one competitor going up against another competitor. Who you got? That's well, what I love about it. Uh, no doubt. And, and it sort of, it renewed my faith in sports. Because one of the things that drives me crazy about modern sports is there aren't kind of the nasty rivalries there used to be. 
I mean, Bird and Magic are friends now. They weren't friends when they were playing against each other. Wanted to kill each other. All these guys, they go to Greece and they, you know, bounce around on the water weenie after the season. Like, it, it's, they're, they're buddies. They're all AAU buddies. They're all exchanging jerseys out at midfield after the game and totally signing autographs. Agree. Like, that, that stuff just drives me crazy. Last night renewed my faith because that's what I hoped would happen. We talked about it leading up to the draft. Man, when this guy has to go against grown men in the NBA, they're going to stick it to him. And maybe it's just opening night. Maybe they'll tire of it. Maybe it won't be Patrick Beverly on the other team when they go go somewhere else and he won't get it all the time. I hope he gets 82 games of people MFing him. I hope he gets it over and over and over again because that's how it would have been back in the heyday. That's how it would have been against the the Knicks when Pat Riley was their coach. That's how it would have been against the bad boy Pistons. That's how it ought to be. You're going to come in here, have your $500 shoe, have your dad talking a bunch of trash, and you've never done squat in the NBA? Well, welcome to the big time, fella, because you're going to get grown men guarding you now. I hope Lonzo Ball gets it 82 times this year, and I hope the result every time is like we got last night because... I'm glad they're on national TV so many times. If I get to watch that 34 times, that is must-see TV for me. It was the best thing of a very busy Thursday night. It is why Patrick Beverly is and will forever be as long as he's, in the, he's, he's my favorite player in the game. Because he takes it personally, right? He will find a way, no matter who they play, to take something personally. And you could see the venom and the intensity in the way he plays defense. Heck, early in the game, Lonzo Ball crosses half court. And, and Beverly just runs right into him and fouls him on purpose. Just slams him for no reason. And the referee calls a foul and Lonzo's like, what's going on? I tell you what's going on. Patrick Beverly's in your face saying, I ain't going anywhere. You're going to feel it tonight. Exactly. And he felt it. His message was, I got six of them tonight, dude. Yep. I, I loved it. I just so loved do I. every single so thing about I. it. And to tie it locally, I'm with you. We got to figure out who is that who's guy that, on this yeah, Nuggets Who's team. it going to be? When when Alec Burks was going off the other night, when he had that run that fueled the Utah run, who's going to step up and say, nope, uh-uh, this ain't happening? Well, and it is interesting, on a morning show in Denver, Colorado, the day after the sports eclipse, two of the three hot takes are on Lonzo and LeVar Ball. That shows you how disliked this guy is because I agreed with every word each of you guys said. It and was it's not awesome. about him. I'm not I'm not I don't dislike yeah. the kid. He's a good player. It's 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 the idea that you can walk mm. into a league that's already established and build this PR machine, have pops sit in courtside and suddenly we all have to bow to you and your team's on national television 36 times. No, I'm not doing no. No. You have nothing I'm, against I'm, him? No. He I'm could have Patrick distanced Beverly. himself. He could have distanced himself from his father, and he chose oh, not to. I, I okay. don't, to me, it's the kid. I hated the way he quit at the end of UCLA's tournament game. He is he is a dog in the opposite way of Patrick yeah. Beverly. That guy is a quitter, and I hope he scores three points every time he takes the floor. Ask yourself this on this Friday morning in Denver, Colorado. Look at all the sports teams in our landscape. Who's the dog? Who's the Patrick Beverly of each team? Identify who is it for the Rockies? Who is it for the Broncos? Give it to me for the Nuggets and Avs. Avs could have used the dog last night. Help. Coach Bednar admits as much. You will hear from Coach Bednar when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. 
chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh. From premier meats and gyros to salads and baked from scratch pitas. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Hastings here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South of Anna in Aurora. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017 Nissan Altima, MSRP 24590, VIN 1N4AL38P9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dock fee plus tax title and license offer ends 11-2. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident blocking the two left lanes of northbound I-25 at 6th Avenue. At last check, the two right lanes were getting by. Of course, that is tying up traffic into downtown. Traffic is brought to you by Applebee's. Three cars involved with an accident. All the activity off to the right shoulder. Southbound I-225 approaching Yosemite. It's backed up traffic to Parker Road. Try Applebee's 2 for 20 to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share. All for only 20 bucks. No time to dine. Order online and pick it up with car side to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic. Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Shot of it at random. Free fly pass shot. Save hot rebound. Knocked up top. Oh, to the near side. Back to McKinnon. Back up top for Barry. Back to the near side. McKinnon, top of the circle. Down low. It's Ranton. Out in front. Shot. Save on. Score! Alexander Kerfoot, his second career. National Hockey League goal. It's a power play goal. And the Avs have taken a one nothing lead over the St. Louis Blues. Great start, tough finish. Avs lose to the Blues last night. 4-3, the final kerfoot with the first goal. The game could have used a few more of those. Time now for today's edition of Know Your Avs, brought to you by CSU Global Campus. At CSU Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. All right, so during last night's game, what did Moj tell listeners about JT Comfer? Be the first caller, 303-753-0950, with the answer. A little piece of trivia that Moj gave us about JT Comfer. And by the way, uh, JT got injured last night, did not finish the game, broke his thumb from what we're told. He's going to miss some time. He's going to miss a few weeks of action. But what did Moj say about JT last night? Uh, first caller, 303-753-0950, gets you a $25 gift card to Garbanzo's Mediterranean Fresh. All right? I know the answer. Do you? I'm wondering if one of the listeners knows. Does it have anything to do with his injury? Did it he say it not. before or after the injury? Uh, he said it before. I felt a little bad because I write these, and then when I okay. saw the injury, I'm like, oh, geez, I think I Dude, jinxed him. Yeah, don't make this an SI jinx, please. I know. I know. I need to, I need to figure out. Maybe I could write him about the other team. Yeah. Patrick Nemeth also suffered an injury last night. One of the old uh, hockey term, lower body injury. Do not mm. know the extent of that one, but he did not return. So not only losing to the Blues, but losing a couple key players in the price process. Tyson Jost also injured. Not sure exactly what happened to him, but the big one is uh, is Comfer, who suffered a broken thumb, from what we're told. I uh, maybe I have a little bit of a different take than most, and maybe it's based on expectations. And I get it; they've lost three in a row, and five and three heading into this little short break would have been felt a lot better than four and four. I was just really encouraged last night by the way they scrapped till the end. And I know the goal got overturned, but. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's something we didn't see last year. We didn't see that You're right. fight. We saw it turn into 6-1, 10-1, 6-0. That's what we saw last year. I know they started off, you know, with the lead, but man, when they fell behind and it became a couple of goals, like that could have been fold up the tenth time and they scored a tying goal with two and a half minutes left that you had to go to replay and, and use a, you know, the zoom in to see that a guy was a, a, a hair off sides. Like, I don't know. I was somewhat encouraged. That's probably my field day take of the, of the day, but. I think it was all bad news yesterday at Pepsi Center. You'd be more than encouraged if it ended with a W. Yes. Right. Resiliency is one thing. Resiliency that, that gets you to a win, <laughs> that's a whole different matter. Jared Bednar after the game. And this is where I can tell he sees something. He knows that they're close. You can, you can tell by his voice, by his demeanor after the game. Uh, you know, 
last year a game like this, and he's in the post-game press conference talking about how, wow, look how resilient we are. We came back and made a game of it. He was pissed last night because he knows they should be better. He knows that it's time to, you know, making it close doesn't work in pro sports anymore. you got to win games, especially at home. And he called out a couple of his own early in the season, you know, early. And that's always the question we pose on this show. When should a coach start calling out players? Well, the answer is now in the eyes of Jared Bednar. Listen to his post-game comments. Roll it, Jesse. Hey, listen. Um, a handful of plays that we can't continue to make cost us a hockey game. And we're playing with a short bench the whole night. Um you lost some guys to injury and the guys that were that were still in their lineup up front especially for me and I'll have to talk about the D I think uh the guys up front they they played their hearts out I, I love the way we competed and jumped we had we had a couple lulls in the game and then we answered back and and the amount of scoring chances we had tonight I'm sure is really high like to see us finish on a couple power play looked great got one had multiple chances to get a second Guys are pushing right to the end, laying it all on the line. You lose a couple of guys to injury, it hurts you. We had a couple of passengers that we stopped playing. That hurts you. So a couple of the bonehead plays, you can't make them. You're playing the best team in the in the division um, for a tie for the division lead. And, you know, we had a couple of guys that didn't show up to play. Can't do it. On the bench, didn't play up for the second period. Better say that's... He's one of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, the Yakupov guy he was referencing there. As Adrian Dater asked him specifically who he was referring to. Uh, I'm not sure who the other person that he considered a passenger. But it's early in the season, and coach is calling him out. Good or bad, fellas? I think it's good, and it's not the first time we've heard Jared Bednar use that term. That was one of his terms he had... Uh, kind of coined last year was passenger of you can't just be along for the ride. You have to help us get to our destination. Everyone has to work to get us there. And, you know, when it comes to Yakupov, we've had some fun with it because he had such a hot start to the year. But if we're being objective and honest, this is a former number one overall pick who didn't work out in Edmonton, didn't work out in St. Louis. And now game eight post game, you have the head coach calling him out. A little bit of concern there, if you ask me. I did not watch the game closely enough, nor am I dumb enough to say I know enough about the game to specifically point out what he did not do. So this is where I lean on, on Peter McNabb, who will join us at 8 o'clock, and anybody else who may have watched. What was it that that Yakupov guy, what was it that he did not do that got Bednar all fired up? I don't know. That's but my he, question. He didn't play in the entire third period. So to get benched in a hockey game for an entire period, that is... That is newsworthy, and that you kind of raise your eyebrows at that going, what when, the heck happened? Especially when you had a short bench and you had a guy leave with an injury and then he's just a coach's decision, doesn't play in an entire period. I have no problem with it. I think that's great. Now, I think there are particular guys on the team you can and can't call out in that fashion, and I think he's the perfect kind of guy to call out in that way. I think it sends a message to him and it sends a message to everybody else. I Wait, wait I, a minute. Wait, wait. Why are there guys you can and, and cannot? Are we playing uh, favorites here? Come on, man. We, we 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 all know you treat players differently depending on personality, depending on who they are, depending on stature. I mean, look, if you're – let's go back to the Nuggets days, right? Uh, George Carl could call out Carmelo Anthony. 
Could Jeff Bizdelic? Right? There's, it, it's different. It's different on who, depending on who you are and who they are. But now the assumption is that there's no one on this team beyond the young players or the new players that are that you can call out. That that that, that seems foolish to me. If if guys aren't producing, if guys aren't playing to their okay. talent level, then why not call them out? If he, what, if he why are we out, so damn sensitive about if, this? Stuff? If he calls out Matt Duchesne by name, it's a much different story. I'm not saying Duchesne was the other guy. I have no idea who it was. I'm just pulling an example. That's a different story because there's a lot more to that background right like there's more layers to that to that to that conversation so yeah it's different if if you call out a star that's a big matzo ball to put out there to use the seinfeldism right if you call out a star all right man you're you're putting it on the line if you call out that yakupov guy it's different i just don't i don't understand why i think every pro athlete should sign something when they start playing pro sports that hey occasionally your head coach May likely use your name in a demeaning manner. You're, you're if you misunderstanding. Don't play what I'm you don't saying. understand the can of worms that opens this morning right. if he calls someone else out, Vic. If he calls one of his stars out this morning, we've been t- we would have been talking about it for the last 42 it's, minutes. Bro, bro, here's the deal, though. This team isn't good enough to say you can't call out stars. You're making it sound like he's calling out Gretzky here. Okay. This team doesn't. Okay. Your version of stars and my ver- this team isn't nearly good enough to say some guys are untouchable. So you I think most fans would agree with me. Everybody should be under that cover of criticism. Everybody. You don't think it's a different message to his team, to the fans, to the media, to everyone if he calls out Gabe Blandeskog instead of that Yakupov guy? Well, there's a reason he didn't. Right, because it's, di- right? it's a different message. I mean, it, I'm not saying Gabe, and again, it wasn't Gabe. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know who it was. I'm not saying Gabe would have had his feelings hurt. I'm saying that is going down a much different path if you're the head coach, and that is, that's putting it out there, and you can't get it back. So it's all strategic in who you call out. It definitely sure. is. Okay, well, then Bill Belichick, John Lynch shared this story with me. He, Bill Belichick is renowned in New England after a bad practice. You know who he calls out? He, he calls, calls out Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. I yeah. know. And, and Jimmy Johnson did it with Troy Aikman all the time. Or he, he would, he would tell Emmett walking out to the, to the practice field, Hey, Emmett, I'm going to be all over you today. And they, and they all got it that, you know what? If he's all, the other players are going to look at it and say, man, if he's yelling at Emmett Smith, he'll definitely yell at me. That's behind closed doors. You don't think it's different if Vance Joseph goes into a post-game press conference and rips his quarterback versus rips his left guard? All right, let, of let course me establish, it's different. Let's play the pretend game. Let's pretend one of the Avs stars, the core, one of the members of the core of this team, quit playing last night, did not play well. So Bednar goes into the post-game press conference and just ignores it, just doesn't mention it, just says, hey, we got to play better. I don't understand where in this whole sensitive world that we now live in, that's a good thing. It's not. A, it's not about being sensitive. It's about the message that sends, and it's a much different message. There's also the the aspect of it of you know ah, screw that. If a guy doesn't play well, let him let people know. Okay. You know what? The, the the coach has two hammers. That's really one is easy playing to say. time. One is tank. One is playing time. The other one is public scrutiny when he knows something we don't. I get it. I'm just saying that's a. It, it, the real world suggests if you call out that Yakupov guy, it's different than calling out a guy who makes 
significantly more money than you do. That's yeah, how so it's okay pa- to, that's so, how a power struggle works. It, right, so it's, it's okay, okay to pick on the little as, guy. Yeah. You're saying it's okay to pick on the little guy, but the big guys they get a pass. Okay, well if the if that Yakupov guy gets pissed and complains to management, who's gonna win that power struggle? Him or Jared Bednar? Who's gonna win the power struggle if it's Gabe Landeskog? In the, you know, I mean, the power just, struggles beyond that are one thing, but in the grand scheme of things, if a real fan, world. if a fan sees that a star isn't playing well, you don't think the coach sees it? I, I'm not you don't saying think it's disingenuous it? to ignore it? Okay, so you don't think it's a different message if Michael Malone goes into the postgame presser and calls out Paul Millsap than if he calls out, I don't know, Wancho. Let me tell you something, I would have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm one of the few. Maybe, maybe you know, we, either. I'm we play in the big different. boy world. When you're a pro athlete, uh. you better get ready. You are going to be scrutinized. This isn't high school. You are going to get publicly scrutinized. We're arguing the same side of the coin here, Vic. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just telling you it's different. Vic's in a fighting mood this he week. He is. I'm just, you know, I'm so sick of the, you know, all right. Well, next segment is all Trevor Simeon all the time. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. Here's the guy who spends a lifetime killing Simeon, and now he's, oh, you don't, you know, that's not what I am at all. That hasn't been my point at all. That has not been my point at all. But you hurt their feelings. You got Vic Legwald over here. You and every other member of the media has spent the last 18 months blanky footing around with Trevor Simeon, so let's call him out. Let's be hard ass on him too. How about that? How about his nine turnovers this year? How about that through five games? Yeah, but he's out there because he can, because he can take care of the football. How about that? How about as opposed to having two guys sit here and yell at me because I want to have fun when I watch sports? <laughs> when we come back, beast mode. Dunn got ejected for defending a member of the other team. We'll explain next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Yo, sports fans, you need to sell that house, don't you? Yes, you do. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these houses, proven to get his clients the most money. Recently sold the house for ten grand more than what it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's 720-900-4433. 720-900-4433. We do it every Tuesday on the show. On Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Akeem Talib. We better clean up those mistakes because the, the Chargers are going to try to attack us the exact same way the Giants did. We got a long season ahead of us. We got a big game coming up this week. Akeem Talib. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Metro21homes.com. By Icon Suit. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. And by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. He's a man speaking his mind. Anything can happen in the NFL, Vic. Akeem Talib. Tuesday at 8.15 on the Vic Lombardi. Show only on Altitude 950. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 
3500 Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8, only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices. Colors, equipment, pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts new ties and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. All lanes clear northbound I-25 with an accident at 6th, but it is stop and go, slow and go on northbound between Bellevue and 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Applebee's. Southbound 225 running slow from Parker Road down to I-25, a crash off to the shoulder at Yosemite. Try Applebee's 2 for 20 to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share, all for only 20 bucks. No time to dine, order online and pick it up with Carside to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi show on this Friday morning. We'll hook up with Peter McNabb at 8 a.m. here. Alex English, 9 a.m. Byron Beck, another of the legends, jerseys hanging in the rafters at Pepsi Center. He joins us at 9.30. Fellas, that Raiders-Chiefs game last night, again, I was back and forth, so many different sporting events. When is somebody going to give me the picture-in-picture where you can have eight pictures in this Xfinity? Help me out here. Help me out. I love the service. I love everything about it. I need that picture-in-picture thing so I don't have to be whipping back and forth, missing plays. Why Could have used it last night. Why can't our TV, and maybe it can, and I just don't know how to do it, why can't it get divvied up into, like, nine screens? Well, I'm sure it can, but you got to... 
there's a an invention out there. This guy, this software this guy sells allows you to do exactly that. But you have to go out and buy it and add okay. it to your service. My question is, why Man. doesn't the service come pre-existing? Well, why? that'd be better. Well, it should be. I mean, it, you know, there are a lot of sports fans that that love this stuff. You have to give me more than one choice. I don't want to watch just one game on a Thursday night when there are five events going on at the same time. Last I night, need multiple channels. For, if, if my screen could have divided into four TVs, it would have been perfect. I could have been watching Thursday night football, which, by the way, is anybody bitching about Thursday night football today? I mean, is wow, that... that was the best Thursday night game. I called it on Twitter, and you, you can argue with me. You can say the Broncos Chargers when Peyton brought his team back. This one last night, in my opinion... The best Thursday night game ever. Rams Niners earlier this year was great. Was it was just as good. It, I think last night's though made my point, Vic, of the reason we think Thursday night football stinks is because every team has to play on a Thursday night. So we end up with a lot of Jags Colts because they don't want to put the Jags against a good team. They always put them against a bad team. So it's like we're watching bad football, not because yeah. it's on Thursday because Oh my God! We actually have to watch four quarters of the Jags. How many people ever do that unless they're on Thursday night? So That's a good point. Because last night was two pretty good teams. I know the Raiders have struggled, but they're the defending division champs. They won the no, they didn't win the no, division because they lost the last game of the year when Carr got hurt. But they're a playoff team, two playoff teams from last year. We ended up with a great game. That's crazy streaks that ended last night. I had no, I had no idea that the Chiefs hadn't lost consecutive games since 2015. I didn't know that the Chiefs had a 12-game division win streak that ended last night. I had no idea. I didn't know the Chiefs were that good. That's Peyton Manning-esque. I mean, because he used to always win every single AFC West game here or there. That's insane. The most alarming thing about last night, if you're a Broncos fan, is that the Raiders found their offense. They had really struggled under this Todd Downing guy, the guy that they had to elevate to keep him, and that's why they got rid of Bill Musgrave. Their offense had been brutal for three or four weeks in a row. Remember when they came in here before Carr yeah, got hurt? They had that big, long terrible. pass, but everybody yeah. was all excited because they finally scored a touchdown. They found their offense last night. They found Amari Cooper. That could spell trouble because that team could get hot. And there were a lot of drop passes, too. It could have been worse. I mean, I can't believe how many passes Raiders receivers dropped that hit him right in the hands last night. Um, Carr threw it 52 times, guys. You're not supposed to win many games when you throw it 52 times. I thought in this town, if if you ask your quarterback to throw more than 25 times, you got no chance. By the way, they were also better after Marshawn Lynch got booted. No doubt. And let's talk about that. He's not a very good player anymore. He's not. He's not. He's, you know, he was good the first game and everybody thought, oh, same old beast mode. He's going to be a, a weapon to deal with. Nah, he's not. He really isn't because he's more interested in other things like fighting against his own teammates. What, what in the middle of the game, and I knew it was going to be a good game because it was chippy from the get go, right? Whenever you see that chippiness, you're like, this is going to be good. That's why the Clippers Lakers game was good to me. I love the chippiness. Anyway, so something breaks out. Uh, guys are fighting. Uh, Derek Carr. Gets hit late. You saw that. He got hit by uh, Marcus Peters. Uh, and all of a sudden, the Raider guys go nuts. Here comes sprinting off the field, Beast Mode, who's not even in the game, mind you. He's on the sideline. He comes sprinting off the field. And it looks like he's going there to defend his teammates. When in reality, he's there to protect his cousin, Marcus Peters, who plays for the Chiefs. Who started that? How crazy was that? It was it was nuts. I mean, I get it. Blood's thicker than water. Whatever. But it's, it just was odd. Hold on. It's like protecting your cousin in a football game. It's a football game, dude. I get it. I get it. But I'm not going to beat the guy up over 
Okay, that so emotion. well, he runs out there in the process. He starts pushing and shoving, and he shoves a ref. You touch a ref, you automatically get kicked yes. out of the game. Yes. So, so beast mode is ejected. Every, where did he go? He ends up watching the game from the stands. Which was, I mean, beast mode. I find beast mode entertaining. He's just not a very good player anymore. We saw it when the Raiders were here. Remember, they fell behind when EJ Manuel was in, and, and I think it's Washington is sort of more their little bit of a scat back. And then they have that big fat guy that they kept throwing the ball to. They were better when they had a two dimensional back in the game. The problem with Marshawn Lynch, he's a one dimensional back, and that one dimension is pretty mediocre anymore. He helped the Raiders more last night by cheering in the stands than he did by being in uniform. The Raiders offense for the first time in a long time looked pretty good yes. right after he got ejected. Well, Not a coincidence. Who wasn't there last year? Beast mode. And their offense was pretty damn good. They're, they're, they've been trying to force the ball to a guy who can't play. That's the problem. Yeah, beast mode you know, is not was, happening anymore. Quit trying to make it happen. That was really a must-win game for the Raiders, considering their schedule upcoming and what they've gone through and the division and the Chiefs and everybody. That was a must-win game for the Raiders, and they won. Uh, and I have to say this again. I know I criticized Romo a little bit. and It's not criticism. It was just an observation that he yells at the TV screen. Tony Romo is the best in the business right now. He is so good at calling football games. Well, he really is. He had a play last night on the final drive. It was the fourth and 11. He telestrated the play. He used the telestrator before the play. Yeah, that never happens. Before. I mean, it's really easy to, to not really easy, but it, it's easier to show the replay and telestrate it. He telestrated it before the play happened. Did you guys notice that? Mm -hmm. And you know what he's doing too? On the fourth and 11. He said, this is where you got to go in the field, and that's right where Carr went. He's coaching the game as the game is going. He's telling you what they should be doing, and more often than not, he's right. I find it it very entertaining. I don't find it like Brent Musburger said on his rant, which was kind of a get-off-my-lawn rant. I don't find it annoying at all. I find it educational for lack of a better term. like I feel like I'm learning something when he calls a game, which I like. Uh, the Marcus Peters hit on Derek Carr, you saw what started that little mini brawl. Is that that big a deal? I mean, you got an open shot at the quarterback. Why don't you take it? What's, what's the big deal? Well, you're going to think I'm field day again. You tune in to watch the quarterback play. You buy yeah. tickets to watch the quarterback play. They can talk about how let's put a skirt on them, let's give them flags, whatever condescending comment they want to make. You, It's different in terms of what's a legal hit and what's not against a quarterback, and they have to do everything they can to protect him. Case in point, if you want to go to Lambeau Field and check that off your bucket list, go this weekend because it's pretty easy to get cheap tickets. Why? Because Brett Hundley's playing quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers. I have no problem with that being something that people are upset about. I, you, you can't take shots at quarterbacks. Unless the okay, ball is the in their hand, itself, you the can't touch itself. it. It wasn't that fierce a hit, yeah. and then there was this shoulder. What a big deal! Come on, I, it didn't. It didn't require a full blown brawl. If the quarterback doesn't have the ball in his hand, you can't. I, I'd be mad if they touched him. Touched him. It should. I, I, I have no problem with it because your season goes up. And look what happened to the Raiders last year when he got hurt. A great season went up in smoke. It would. It would infuriate me too. James, I've said this time and time again. You simply cannot legislate. The violence out of a violent game. You cannot do it. You can Otherwise, with you one position. You can with one position. Ah. It's really easy with the quarterback. If really? the ball's if the ball's not in his hand, it's illegal to touch him. That should be the rule. If the ball is not, there's no one step. There's no did you drive him to the ground? If the ball isn't is in his hand, you can't touch him. It would change the way I, I, defense. I don't like play. that game. I don't All like right. it. That's don't fine. Like, do, you, do you enjoy watching like you. Brett Hundley? 
I I don't enjoy having one player on the team be able to do whatever he pleases because the rules are different for him. I don't but, like it. But it, it's the most important position in all of sports. There's like 17 guys in the world who can do it adequately. You have to protect the, that position. You have to. It's terrible to watch NFL football with bad quarterbacks. It is terrible. They came in here with Matt McGloin or whatever the hell his name is. I always get it wrong last year. They couldn't score in a game they had to win against the Broncos team that had nothing to play for. They had to win that to win the division. They couldn't score. They went and lost with that quarterback to Brock Osweiler and the Texans in the postseason. You have to protect that. It's the most important position in all of sports, and you go from being a Super Bowl contender to a bottom feeder in one week when that guy gets lost. Wrapping this up, wrapping this up quickly before we get to McNabb, I want to know, do you guys think Marshawn Lynch will still be a Raider this time next week? Um, that's a great question. I think a lot of that's going to be up to Marshawn Lynch. I, I think he looks disinterested right now. I Again, he's more interested in protecting his cousin than he is in running the football. I think Jack Del Rio will boot him. I think, oh, I think they may cut him. I think that looked like a guy who was done last night. Wow. To go onto the field during that, cost him a penalty, and then go watch in the stands, and then your team gets a lot better without him? Well, the what's way, their incentive to keep the guy? Oh, I, I'm with you in terms of why they should. I just, I don't know if they have the cojones to do that. By the way, that's the fastest he's run all season and the <laughs> yeah, longest no, I saw your tweet. That was well yeah. played. Uh, when we come back, Peter McNabb, our Avs analyst on what happened at Pepsi Center last night, the goal that was disallowed, and the comments by Bednar thereafter. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, it's the Nuggets home opener as they take on the Kings at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. He scores! Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Rick wide, Matthew Shane to the red line. Throws it into the St. Louis air. Took a funny bounce out of front. Kerfoot back edge out. He scores! Alexander Kerfoot! It ricocheted off the end glass. Came right through Hutton to the front of the net. And backhanded home by Kerfoot. His second goal of the game is third point. And the Avs get within one. It's now a 4-3 game. Every game, it seems, in the NHL, you see a weird bounce like that off the end board that results in an easy goal. Certainly benefiting the Avs last night, but one goal disallowed late cost them the game. Well, you could say a lot more than that goal cost them the game, but they lose 4-3 to the St. Louis Blues, and we welcome on the hotline the man who called that game alongside Mike Haynes, our very own Peter McNabb from Altitude Sports. Hey, Pete, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Very good. Hey, I, let's start with that that, that weird bounce. How does that happen? How come How come the end boards are always crooked? There's always something in the rink that causes the puck to bounce the wrong way. Well, you know, it's one of the things, uh, for example, in the old, 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 old days in Montreal, that never would have happened because the boards were basically cemented in. Now, we're talking about a facility, the Pepsi Center, where they have uh, how I can't tell you how many events they have over the course of a season where the boards are coming up and they're going back in. The boards are up and they're back in. And every once in a while, you're just going to get that little lip to just, you know, push a little bit. And that seemed to be, you know, uh, what that bounced off, uh, you know, bounced back out front. 
there was actually a just a, a quick story in Buffalo way way back. The puck would go. You shoot the puck around the left wing boards, and every single time the puck would bounce out in front. Well, it came to be that there was a heavier set gentleman that was standing right at the Zamboni door, and as the puck would come along, he would bump the door. Come on! Would, honest to God, that would move would move the boards enough, and it would shoot out front. Well, the Sabers got to know this. And they would do it all the time. And it wasn't until one of the Sabre goaltenders was traded to another team and informed his team, hey, you got to watch for this. You can't – because when they shoot it around the boards, they, the guy would bump the door and it would – the puck would shoot right out in front of the net. So, that is outstanding. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those lucky ones. But, uh, you know, for a guy like Kerfoot last night, um, he was right there. And he, he actually made a pretty nice play on – on the goal in the sense that you're never expecting it. And then he had the presence of mind to, to just, just to be there, take it on the backhand. He didn't try to overplay it and he popped it in. And so, you know, it, it was, uh, you, you know, you just take advantage uh, of that kind of situation, but it was, I mean, a very, very lucky play, but you know, the, the kid was there and you know, a big night for him, two goals and assist in his first, you know, sort of his first, Time that he has been a center iceman for the Avalanche in the NHL, and you you have to be impressed. Let's talk a little bit about the goal that uh, was disallowed uh, upon further review, and it was reviewed twice. Walk us through that, Pete. I mean, at first glance, did you get a sense that there was something fishy there, and why were they allowed two reviews? You know, I I, I have it. I was scouring my uh, <laughs> my my book last night. I had a call into the. Um, they're, and they're they're really good about getting back to you, the, you know the hockey ops in in Toronto. So I'll, I'll talk to them today. I'm not exactly sure um, how that whole thing played out because it just seemed to, you know, I'm not sure if the first one was they thought it was a hand pass, which it clearly wasn't because Zadora, you know, hit it down with his hand absolutely, but it went to the St. Louis player who popped it out of the zone. Then it hit Zadora, you know. It, in, in this, he got it on the stick. He pushed it back in the, the zone, and and Ismov is mean, coming out of the zone, and he played it clearly on the inside of the blue line. So that was that was going to be the offside. So how the whole thing played out? Because my confusion was the fact that I thought they had lost their right to for the coach's challenge on the play where they where Como scored, mm-hmm. and and so. I'm, I, I'm guessing I'm just going to have to find out because I, you know, I thought I read it and I've got it right here in front of me as far as, you know, um, a team may request a coach's challenge and interference a goaltender. If they, if their timeout is available, a coach's challenge must be affected, uh, prior to the resumption of play. The coach's challenge does not result in the original call on the ice being overruled. The coach, the team exercising the challenge will forfeit his timeout. And, you know, I, I thought that had happened. They, that they had forfeited the timeout, therefore forfeited their ability to have a coach's challenge. And I'm running it back in my mind now. And, and did they call no goal on the ice originally? So that you know, there, there's a couple of funny little little quirks that I'm going to have yeah. to check with uh, hockey ops and figure out exactly you know what the situation is. Because the nice thing is, you know, they got it right as far as. Um, how it was set up because they're talking right with the hockey ops and there it there's 20 people there that know every single nuance of the rule book so um it, it went against the avalanche certainly but you know it, it wasn't because uh 
you know, I, I'm assuming uh, it wasn't because there was a mistake made on, on how the rule books sets this all out. Well, you know, we've gotten so many different variations of the rules. Somebody on the text line says, according to the NHL rule book, the offsides play should not have been reviewed at all because it cannot be reviewed if the puck, quote, comes out of the zone before entering the zone again. Andrew Ghetto did receive it offsides, but they didn't call it, carried it back out of the zone before re-entering the zone. I, I'm, I've confused myself at this point. Bottom line oh, is, yeah, but... <laughs> what, go on, Peter. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, it's, you know, every once in a while you just get a play that, that there's about it's, it seems like there's four rules attached to it, and they're all contradictory to each other. You can't be inside, you can't be outside, you can't review. Once he comes outside <laughs> of the zone, it, it, now does that wipe out the? You know, there's there's a there's a stipulation in here that once he comes outside of the zone, it's wiped out. And then he went back in, but then they said that he did so. Uh, it, it, it was just one of those ones. I'm sure they were back there, and that's why it took uh, yeah. it, it took some time. And um, you know, it, it just was one of those ones. Unfortunately for the Avalanche, that, that went against them uh, in a game that they, you know, they 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 actually played like well for big for long spurts of time. But they're they're what they're doing right now is making mistakes in like pockets of time. Yeah, you know, you mentioned it last night, Pete. You said it best. This is a team last year, they they, they may have laid down. They showed some resiliency and got back into that game last night. Having said that, after the game, I don't know if you heard Bednar, he went went off on a couple of his guys, referring to them as passengers again. Does that surprise you that this early into the season he's using that line? No, of course not. You know, know, I'm of the belief, that if you're a member of a club that has 48 points total over the course of a season and you come back the next year and you're not willing to, uh, you know, understand just how poorly the team played uh, the year before and sort of how you need to improve, you're, you know, it's, it really is interesting for me because I was one of those players that you, you guys would have loved, honestly. I was the most totally undisciplined most inconsistent player you could have possibly had. And the coaches were, I mean, they would be irate at me or they would love me. I I would go back and forth. I would be good for a few games, and then I'd I'd say I'd pat myself on the back, and the coaches would. But then I got hammered. I mean, just hammered. And, you know, it's it's, now I think that for, for players nowadays, you say one bad word about a player, and it's like it's like personal. No, he's not. He's talking about the hockey player that didn't show up to play well in a game that they really needed. I, I, I was at practice the day before, and you could just get a sense that they realized Nashville was a was a step back. There had been mm-hmm. some step forwards this year. Nashville was a step back. Dallas was a, a little bit of a step back, but they had the idea that they had played the night before. Dallas was really ready for that hockey game because their season, they didn't want to start 1-4. and four. Um, you know, because they, they, they have aspirations of really going a long way. And you, you just can't be throwing away early points against a team that's coming in. They played the night before. They lost an hour, you know, from the, on the flight, the time change and things like that. And, but, but Nashville, I mean, you were, you were first period good, solid, zero, zero. You get a power play goal, lucky goal, bounces off Josie's foot into the net. You're up one, nothing. And you're thinking, okay, the building's dead. And that's a great building in Nashville. Sure. Billings dead. Just let just just play this up. Let's get five minutes. Let's get ten minutes. Let's get sixteen minutes of this period and walk in maybe 
you know, if it's tied, great, but up one, super. And then all of a sudden, you got a four-on-one coming the other way. And you're going, what are you trying to do here? I mean, wh- what are you thinking out a four-on-one, and they score, and now the building's a buzz. Nashville's a good hockey club. Before you turn around, you're walking in 3-1 down into the third. And, you know, it, it's that that's what they did far too consistently last year, and that's what they didn't do early. They had some, They had leads that they held on to. And they had leads that they protected and won. And this, that was the first time that that happened. And then last night was one of those games where again, they had the lead and it just, it just, it just switched. You know, you outshoot them 16 to eight in the first period. Then all of a sudden St. Louis comes out and I think the shots were like nine or 10 nothing over the course of the first part of the second period. And so, you, you know, you're, you, I don't want to say losing focus. That's, I don't even know what that means, but, you know, you're, the game plan that worked, now suddenly you're not using that game plan, and I think that's where the coach gets upset. You know, why do we play one way and then suddenly play another? And, and these are the things that are going to have to change. Very young team, uh, but, you know, they're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Well, they have four days to think about it. Next game is not until Tuesday against the Dallas Stars. A long little layoff here. Peter, we appreciate your time as always. That story on the Buffalo guy is hilarious. That's awesome. Impact in the game. You know, the thing about it is that was the the beauty. The the, the new buildings are all fantastic. I can't wait to go to Detroit. I, I, I truly can't. But... You know, because it's supposed to be the Little Caesars uh, arena. It's just supposed to be spectacular. But the Joe Lewis, I mean, in the, in the old days when the Detroit Red Wings would, would paint, literally paint the Avalanche's dressing room an hour before they showed up for practice in a playoff game. So they, the guys couldn't even dress in the, in the dressing room because there was wet, wet paint. And they, they, know, they would find the guy that was in charge of all this. And you go, what? You know, this has been ordered for months. And, you know, and you're just going, are you kidding me? You paid it this morning at six o'clock. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and the, the short benches, you know, the avalanche and the old McNichols, the bench for the visitors was shorter, and you know, and it was supposed to be illegal. And, and, and Scotty wanted Scotty wanted to saw off. Scotty Bowman wanted to saw off part of the bench on the avalanche side <laughs> so that there was the same number of feet from on, on the bench. You know, it, 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 it's stuff that just doesn't happen anymore. Peter, you're the best, my friend. Take care. Have a good weekend. You bet your All right. That is the great Peter McNabb. I, I, again, there's a difference between, um, and I guess when you shake it down, there is no difference. But in my eyes, there's a difference between blatant cheating and gamesmanship. I go back to what Tom Brady did with the, the underinflation of footballs. That's not cheating. That's just gamesmanship. You know, they just wanted to get Brady and the Patriots. I get it. What about an Apple Watch in the dugout? Gamesmanship. Mm, Again, that's not cheating. cheating in my eyes. Rocky's the, got jobbed. The story Pete just told, gamesmanship. Apple Watch, cheating. Ah! Again, it's how you define it. It's how you define it. Overweight guy in Buffalo that opened the door when the ball, when the puck went into the left side. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. I did love Wait. that story. That that's was awesome. fantastic. I used to play basketball. At Matchbuff High School, and they didn't have their own gym growing up. And the gym, we played at Most Precious Blood, I think, or Blessed Sacrament. The gym had this huge warp in the middle of the floor that you couldn't see with the naked eye. But as soon as you dribbled at that point of the floor, the ball never came back to your hand. They knew about it. We didn't. 
They always let our point guards to that part of the floor. It always resulted in a turnover. Nothing That's wrong with that. gamesmanship. I agree. That's awesome. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Moser Show. When a guy goes to a new team, Millsap, though, is a total pro. He's been around. He's been through a lot of stuff in this league. He should be able, even on a brand-new team with all new guys who have been here, he should be able to go into that locker room and grab everybody everybody by the throat and say, hey, listen, guys, this is the way it's going to be. Or in the huddle, you know, in between the third and fourth quarter, say, guys, listen, enough of this crap we're putting Stop to it right now. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. 
American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017, Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, then one. 4AL3AP9HC49473 with proof credit all prices include 599 dealer dot plus tax time on license offer ends 112. The altitude 950 traffic update. C470 running slow, stop and go between Santa Fe to about University. Traffic is brought to you by Applebee's, slowing on southbound 225, making your approach to Yosemite where there is an accident clearing off the right lane. Southbound I-25, a crash at Colfax, keeping traffic slow through downtown. Try Applebee's two for twenty to get two full-size entrees and an appetizer to share. All for only 20 bucks. No time to dine? Order online and pick it up with CarSide to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. See, this is why I don't like to spend all that money on organic fruits at Whole Foods. This is why I'm opposed to it. Because I'm too lazy to wash my fruits. I just grabbed a box of raspberries, right? You know those little boxes that cost like $70 and they have like four raspberries in it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know the kind. The ridiculous pricing. You don't wash your fruit? Well, I'm I'm, I'm under the assumption that if I go and pay 70 bucks for four raspberries, can you wash it for me? Can you make sure it's clean? Can you make sure it's edible, ready to consume? I don't want to have to... Take that extra step. So anyway, I grab the raspberries out of the fridge, open up the box, take a couple bites. I look down, and there's a freaking insect in the raspberry. What kind? Had wings. Ooh. Did you eat it? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, good protein for you. But it pissed me off. I, I mean, <laughs> how does that happen? And how does the insect, it's been in the fridge for like two days, how does that insect live through that? Because it was eating the raspberry. Yeah, but it's it's, it's refrigerated. Yeah, that's a good question, because those raspberries weren't grown somewhere where it was that cold. So you'd think the cold would have killed it. It wasn't in the freezer. It's fine. Just a little chilly. Now, if you're going to ask me, will this change your, your approach to organic fruits? Will you start washing them now? No, no. I believe it's my right. Since I pay $70 for four raspberries, that they should be ready to eat. I'm not going to take that extra step. Well, and they do have the guy walking around in the produce section, like, spraying with the hose. What's he doing? Well, again, this is why you buy the the stuff that's bad for you. This is why you go buy the stuff that has all that spray stuff on it, spray tan, whatever. I don't care. The uh, what, what do they call that stuff that they throw on the on the fruits? Uh, the, the, pesticides? Yes. This is why you eat those fruits. Yeah. Because you're not going to find bugs. They're all dead. Eat the fruit that can't, a bug can't be near because it'll exactly. die. Poison. <laughs> exactly. It poisons the Good bug plan. so it doesn't land in the basket. Good plan. That's my plan. Alright. Where are we going with this NFL? Are we doing an NFL preview now? Yes, sir. I can't wait. Roll it. Here. We. Go. Fire up Red 
zone. It's almost time for another NFL Sunday. Tyrod Taylor is a very unique quarterback in, in today's league. He kind of reminds you in some of the moves he makes, like a Michael Vick. Um, he has a great arm on him. He can throw the ball 50, 60 yards as well as uh, use his feet to beat you. Um, if you were trying to compare him to a quarterback today, it would probably be someone like a Russell Wilson. That's Clinton McDonald, Bucks defensive tackle, comparing Tyrod Taylor to Michael Vick and Russell Wilson. High praise, Bucks and Bills in Buffalo this weekend. Uh, Tyrod Taylor had perhaps his finest game of the season against the Denver Broncos. So I, I see the comparison, and I don't. He has great games and then bad. Who's Buffalo playing? Tampa? Yeah. It's in yeah. Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Give me the Bills. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills as well. Uh, I'm off the hard knocks bandwagon with the Bucks. They burned me a couple times. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. The Bucks are terrible on the road. Is Jameis playing? I know he hasn't thrown at Questionable, practice. I believe. It could be interesting if it's Ryan Fitzpatrick against his former team. Mm, Storyline. Could be like any week because he played but for What's Jameis' issue? He's got a shoulder problem. He's got a shoulder. Yeah. Uh, the kids are 50 and 28. It's our favorite part of the week. They may be young, but they know their stuff. It's the Little Degenerates. The Buccaneers are going to win this because they have a great wide receiver, Mike Evans, great running back, Doug Martin. Well, wow. kids going on their own there. Great. And let it be known, the kids produced that recording on their own. They had no adult help, correct, James? That is correct. 100% on their own. Recorded and texted to me while we were doing the show yesterday. All Which right. is more than some of our employees here. Yes. Touche. Next game. We see the deep out, you know, from one hash to the, from, from the opposite hash to outside the numbers. You see the deep digs coming across the middle. You see the long ball ability that he has. I mean, he, he makes all the throws. It's just a matter of them implementing it and putting it into their system. That's Ron Rivera on Mitch Trubisky. Panthers go on the road to Chicago, face the Bears this weekend. God, I hate that term, makes all the throws. I can make all the throws, too. They're going to be short, but I can make all the throws. I can attempt all the throws. Make all the throws. Give me Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina as well. Anytime you can pick against John Fox, you pick against John Fox. I don't think the Bears are as bad as we think. Because they keep sneaking up on us, and they beat the Ravens, and they hung in there with Green Bay on a Thursday night. But I can't pick them, so I'm taking Carolina. Kids! The Panthers are doing okay this season, and the Bears are, mm, they're okay, but I just think that the Panthers are the one. I like, mm. <laughs> There's a lot of weird sounds that go on yeah, in the background. I'm Yawning, sure sneezing, happening. sleeping, cigarettes, you know, the, the whole, the whole, the whole different shebang, right? Can I tell you the new thing my five-year-old does? What? I'll go down in the basement, and I got all those Bud Light cans for every team. Are they open or closed? They're closed. Okay. He's paired them up for the matchups for every week. Oh, dude. I'm like, this is the same kid who got in trouble for writing poop on an art project, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't tell him to do it. I don't this give guy, him the schedule. He just does it. This kid is number one on my Marilette progeny <laughs> power rankings. Remember when you scared the crap out of him last year? <laughs> he's still afraid of me. Uh, yeah. All right, next game. Uh, impressive. I think he's done a great job of creating havoc, even though he hasn't played a whole lot just yet. There's... Uh, Stuff on tape that you can see where he creates um, a lot of tough matchups and finds ways to, you know, really just get after the quarterback and uh, change can really change the outcome of a game. That's Marcus Mariota with high pra- high praise for Miles Garrett from the Browns Titans in Cleveland this weekend. 
God, I don't know what to think of Tennessee anymore. They've burned me on a couple occasions this year. They're so up and down. Yeah, give me Tennessee. Yeah, the Browns have lost 21 in their last 22. Classic uh, us overthinking things. Different side story. I will pick against the Browns for eternity. Give me the Titans. Yeah, there's no reason to pick the Browns ever, so I'll take Tennessee even though I don't think Tennessee's any good. How about the kids? Next we have the Titans and the Browns. This is an easy one. The Titans are going to win. Who did they take? Sorry, yeah, I missed it. Next, we have the Titans and the Browns. This is an easy one. The Titans are going to win. Okay. I love it. Short and sweet. Good logic there. Uh, next up is Packers and Saints. Like you just said, I can't, I can't really speak on that. I haven't, I haven't uh, broken my collarbone uh, like that. But, I mean, obviously, uh, I, uh, that, that's a really unfortunate uh, injury. And the guy was playing phenomenal. And um, uh, that's, that's, that's really tough. Drew Brees with some sympathy there for Aaron Rodgers. It will be Brett Hundley at Lambeau this weekend. This thing would have been a blowout a few weeks ago, but now that the quarterback shuffle has taken place, and, you know, that Saints offense, wow. I mean, they're impressive. I'll take New Orleans, even though it's a four-point. I'll take the Saints on the road. Yeah, I'm in the same camp as you. Hunley was awful last week, and Brees and the Saints seem to be seem to be clicking. I don't really care that it's in Lambeau. I'm taking the Saints, too. I got to make up some ground. I liked Brett Hundley when he was coming out of UCLA. I'm going to go against the grain here and take the Packers at home. Let's see if the kids agree with you. Yeah, I think the Packers are going to win this one. Just by a little, though. Just by a little, Just though? Just by a little, though. Just by a little, like, though. Hey, is that little four points? How little? <laughs> That's what we need to know. Yeah. Uh, next up, AFC South showdown. When you watch their games, I mean, they're a whole lot closer you know, than what you would expect, you know, when you watch a full game, you know, I mean, they're battling their butts off. They're in, you know, in every game. They've, they've won a couple of games. They're playing better each week. So, um, you know, it'll be a challenge for us. That's Doug Marone talking about the Colts, basically saying they're better than their record indicates Indy in uh, Jacksonville this weekend, but I believe it's in Indy, actually. Yeah. That's so I guess Andrew Luck is done for the year. I think he's he's done. Why would you bring him back at this point, to be honest with you? I, I don't understand why you would. Because you can still win that division because it's so bad? You think so? In theory, I mean, right? He's not fully healed, though, right? If it's just a, if he's at 70%, why would you even risk anything down the road? Give me Jacksonville, please. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville, too. But, Vic, what about this? What if they tank the season, go 3-13, and 13, get the number one overall pick, take one of these tempting quarterbacks, and go all Peyton Manning on Andrew Luck? Is that oh, a possibility? Now, Andrew Luck is now playing for the Broncos next year. Yeah, that'll happen. That could work. I can't figure out Jacksonville, but I made a vow I would never pick them again, so I will take the Colts at home. Kids? The Jaguars have been on and off this year, so we're going to pick them again. I think it's a pattern. We're going to go with the Jaguars. <laughs> wow. Finding patterns now. I told James yesterday that was the most intelligent pick ever made on this show. He said they've been on and off this year. think it's becoming a pattern, so we're going with Jacksonville. I was uh, wildly impressed with that pick. I, I encourage your youngest to use the word poop again in school just to see what happens. <laughs> you know what? It was for a uh, some artwork that they don't get back till the end of the year, and they made him redo it. I'm trying to get the artwork with that word written on it back from the teacher. I want to yeah. keep it. I want to frame it. I think that's a great memento. Give it back to him on his wedding day. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. When we come back, second half of our NFL preview. Plus, don't forget Alex English at 9 a.m., Byron Beck at 9.30. 
We're going to party with Marty later on in this hour. He's been gone for like an eternity. Can't wait to hear about the honeymoon. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. I think that the Packers are going to win because um, Aaron Rodgers is hurt, which actually doesn't help him. Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets, and our coverage doesn't stop with the final buzzer. Keep it on Altitude 950 for In the Paint. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches, and Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get In the Paint after every Nuggets game with Altitude 950. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee. It's best in class. Four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler. The classic just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee. It's won more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85. JohnsonAutoPlaza.com Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Correctman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge, because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance? Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most. When you least expect it, Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear Ranch and Home in Loveland and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay on 225 here late in the morning drive. It is an accident southbound before Yosemite, clearing off the right side of the highway. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. That's quickly backed up traffic to at least uh, Iliff at this point. So watch for that delay. Southbound I-25, slow through downtown with an accident off to the left shoulder at Colfax. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, part two 
of our NFL preview. H-Dub, take it away. All righty, we've got the uh, Cardinals. Tyron Matthew up next. Well, I think the new coach is coming in, and, um, you know, he's really made his job a, a lot easier. Um, you know, he's finding open guys. Um, he's not forcing throws. Um, I think he's using Gurley um, a, a lot more out of the backfield. That is Tyron Matthew on Jared Goff, Cardinals and Rams in London on Sunday. Oh, we got another London game. But it's not an early game. It still kicks with the rest of the games. It's kind of kind of confusing. So what time London time is it then? If it can if it kicks at the regular time, six local or time. seven. They're seven or eight hours later than us. So it's a night game in London. Correct. Yeah. A day game in Denver. Correct. A morning game in Denver. Oh, I'm all confused now. An afternoon game in the East Coast. Who are you picking, Vic? I'll take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams, too. The Cardinals suck. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams as well. I wish this game was in the States. I wish it was in L.A. I really feel good about the Rams, but I I don't buy the Cardinals, so I'll take the Rams. Be careful. Cardinals are a different team with Adrian Peterson now. They look different. Well, then why don't you pick them if they're so much better? Shut up. i got the Rams. Next pick. (laughs) The Cardinals... They haven't been looking so good this season, and I just think the Rams are way better than the Cardinals, so the Rams will win. That was lacking in enthusiasm. (laughs) Not a lot of energy yesterday. (laughs) Am I going to have to hit the kids with the same (laughs) criticism I had of Dustin two days ago? Yeah, that was that was a little sluggish. They maybe hadn't had their frosted flakes yet. Yeah, you know you. I, you know what I said. If you're awful, you're awful. Yeah, it is what it is. Next up, Matt Forte and the Jets headed to Miami. Very tough. I mean, you look at the guys they got up front uh, on the edges. Uh, with Cameron Wake, you definitely always got to, you know, have somebody chipping him, and then that 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 suit up there as well. So, you know, what kind of player he is, he's very disruptive. Matt Forte doing interviews in a wind tunnel. I will take the Dolphins somehow three and two, somehow get to four and two. And I know Vic, I picked out of order. My bad. How in the hell did the Dolphins beat the Falcons last? I still can't figure that out. I can't figure out how they rallied to win that game. Having said that, give me the Jets at home. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think it finally clicked for Say Hey Jay. Kids? The Jets are going to win this one because they actually should have won versus New England last week. They should have, indeed. He's ticked. Yeah. They had hey, a... It was nice you and Vic finally picked a game different. Were we the same on everything? Yeah. That's the first game you've been Well, he's trying to ride my coattails because he knows I'm making a run. The reason you guys are tied with the exact same mediocre record. Uh, elite quarterback Joe Flacco up next. It's tough to think about the big picture and, you know, where we're going to be after nine weeks. You know, or, you know, if five and four is going to be acceptable, if six and three is going to get you in the playoffs, we can't be worried about what record's going to get us in the playoffs at this point. Joe Flacco only focused on the Vikings this weekend. You know, the Vikings aren't that bad, even with backup quarterbacks. Case Keenum's not bad. I'll take Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota as well. Baltimore is looking more and more like a fraud. I hate Baltimore. I'll take Minnesota just because that's who I'd rather root for. Kids? I think the Vikings are still better than the Ravens, so I think the Vikings are going to win this one. Uh, still might need to have that chat, Vic. Which kid is that? That's uh, Matthew. That's the middle one. He, he's a little more grumpy in the morning. Matthew, that's poop. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. Teams like this are really difficult to play against. You know, they've lost five games with 13 points here in total. So they've been in all these games, you know, and so they're chomping at the bit. They're well coached. That is Jason Witten on the 49ers who are 0-6, but as Manchester likes to say, could be 5-1. and 
Man, this is a, a weird one because San Francisco has been in every damn game, right? They've mm-hmm. been in every game. They've lost five straight games by three points or less. God, I'm going to take the Niners. I'll take the upset special here, boys. Six-point difference. I'll take the Niners. Zeke Elliott is playing. I think the Niners probably lose a close one uh, for the sixth consecutive week. I'm tempted to take the Niners going on. Oh, they got to win one at some point. But that would have been six losses if I kept doing that. So I'm going to take Dallas, but it wouldn't shock me if the Niners won. How about the Degenerates? I think we're going to go with the Cowboys because the 49ers are just so bad. There you go. (laughs) I like it when they go just when they go nuts on team. I love that. Just ruthless. Just say what it is. Next up, Pete Carroll talking about playing in MetLife Stadium where they won Super Bowl 48. Great place to play. You know, um, the, the fans are awesome and historic and, and all that. And the way that they you know, they can elevate uh, can make it really difficult. It's always a hard place to play. Um, we respect the heck out of it, and we're going to try to go out there and play the kind of football we want to play. Seahawks oh. Giants in New York. For the record, I will always hate MetLife Stadium. Oh, just him saying the fans, you know. Let's admit this much, guys. Uh, my entire cul-de-sac was at that Super Bowl. We we had the uh, I think sixteen people represented Bronco fans at that Super Bowl. I think the highest cul-de-sac representation in the world, and yet we were outdueled by Seattle Seahawks fans. You got to admit, as a Bronco fan, they owned us in terms of appearance, uh, in terms of volume. They owned us at Super Bowl 48. Would you agree? No doubt. And that idiot John Fox had no idea could possibly be loud. Moron. What's the game again? Seahawks-Giants at MetLife Stadium. Give me the Seahawks. Uh, the Giants beat the Broncos. I think they can beat the Seahawks, too. I'm taking the Giants. There's no reason why the Giants should have beat the Broncos. There's no reason why they should beat the Seahawks. So I'll take the Seahawks. Kids? Well, the Seahawks are looking good this season, in my opinion. So I think the Seahawks will win this one. In his opinion. He's a Seahawks fan, so I don't think they should let him pick those games. I don't get that one. How, how do you how do you produce a Seahawks fan in your house? I don't know. He trades, I think it's his way of rebelling. Wow. He's the one who's most like you, right? Yeah. He's the mini Manchester, Vic. Yeah. Is that the poop kid? No, that's the little one. This is the middle one. He flies off the handle. <laughs> Shocker. Next up, uh, Bengals city, and Steelers. And everybody puts the, uh, a lot more into it than uh, than what it is. It's another game. It's a division game. It, it counts just the same. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, we obviously have a lot of guys that, that haven't played up there, haven't played in, in, in these type of games, but um, at the end of the day, it's just another football game. Red Rocket Andy Dalton on going to Pittsburgh this week, where when the Steelers last played there, they lost to Jacksonville. I'll take Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh, too. Uh, me, too. Kids? I think the Steelers will win because I think that they just are better than the Bengals, and they can pull ahead uh, of win. Uh, finally, it's the Sunday night game. We'll pick the Broncos last. A Super Bowl rematch. Tom Brady on facing the Falcons. They're going to be gunning. I know that. And so will we. I mean, that's, it's going to be a good matchup. I mean, this is, we put a lot of time and energy into them last year in, in the Super Bowl just in preparation for two weeks. So in a lot of ways, you know, you feel like you really already know the team, even though it's an NFC opponent that you play once every four years. Super Bowl 51 rematch. Uh, we'll see if the Falcons blow another 28-3 to lead. I think Atlanta wins this game. Don't at me. Mm. 
Uh, I'm going to take New England as much as I'd like to take Atlanta. Falcons are hung over. Give me the Patriots. I'm taking Atlanta. I think they bounce back from blowing one at home last week, and they go in there and don't avenge Super Bowl 51, but at least feel a little bit better about it. I'll give the Falcons. Yeah, there's no avenging, right? I know. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's always, I love when it, like the following season and it's a preseason game and yeah. the media says that. It's always ridiculous. But that it'll, it'll take a tiny bit of the sting away. Now I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. The Falcons' defense is just not good enough to hold back Tom Brady and all their other receivers. See, they're using logic in that game. I New, get it. New England's defense stinks. I, don't, I, I think this is going to be a big game for Matt Ryan and company. Might just be take the over, right? Yeah, exactly. And we'll close with Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers. We have schemes to try to help uh, in the protection and, and things that we're going to do with uh, with in our help system. But you know, he's, he's a great player, and no doubt about it. So uh, we have to account for him because he can wreck the game. Talking about Vaughn Miller, who uh, needs to wreck a game because he has not wrecked a game yet this season. You know how we all think that the Broncos have three straight road games starting Sunday? They don't. They have two road games. That is a home game. Say what you want. This is a home game for the Denver Broncos in their mile-high West Stadium, which is now a soccer stadium. How do I know it's a home game? Because I've had at least 17 people ask me for tickets. Because every time they play the Chargers, it's always orange. So don't call this a road game. It's a home game. And I see the Broncos losing. I'm officially off the Trevor Simeon bandwagon. I can't believe I got sucked on after the Dallas game. I will admit when I'm wrong, the Broncos won't win another game, at least not in the next three, with him at quarterback. Calm down. Give me the ch- you think ah. they're going to win one of the next three with him yes, at quarterback? they're going to lose this week, and they're going to win a game they're not supposed to. They're going to win either at KC or at Philly. Trevor so Simeon's down. going into Arrowhead or Philly and to, winning. I want you to calm down. No, I'm not going to calm down because they won't win until they bench him. I'm taking the Chargers. Man, you guys are so negative about the Broncos. I just have a bad feeling I'm going to have to sit in here next Tuesday and listen to Lombardi and Legwald tell me how I was wrong about Simeon because he's going to dink and dunk his way to a win. I'll take the Broncos. Kids! I think that the Broncos will win this one. They haven't been looking good either, but I still think that they will beat the Chargers. He is so sluggish. Pick me up. Listen, do we have to find another group of children? <laughs> I mean, I think their response would be scoreboard, but still, yeah. come on, kids. Yeah, I I don't know what time you did this. I don't know if you <laughs> handed them the phone like at 6 in the morning before school. It was maybe before we, school. Maybe we do it after snack time next time. Man, that sounds rough. Well, we were missing poopy kids. So yeah, that, you know. it's not the same without the five-year-old. Using the verbiage that Coach Bednar used last night, I think we had a couple passengers there. They did this on their... My wife had left to take the five-year-old to school. They go to a different building, so they were home by themselves doing this. And they were then they were late leaving to walk to school, so my wife had to drive them. To, it was a whole ordeal. How long can you leave them home by yourself when you got Bud Light in the basement? <laughs> I was going to say, who's got the number for Child Protective Services? we got kids with a cell phone making pics and Bud Lights everywhere. Yeah, we're, we're old school in my family. <laughs> Tremendous. All right, uh, coming up a little later, don't forget, Alex English in town. He'll talk to us at 9 a.m. Up next, we party with Marty. The Giants, once they beat the Chargers, I feel like they've just gotten better and better. Giants never beat the Chargers. Yeah, they did. Oh, I thought their first win was versus us. Oh. Okay. 
Wait, no, now that I think of it, the Giants lost at the Chargers. <laughs> the home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950. And every Wednesday morning at 7.30, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. We're trying to set a real high standard here. Bringing their A game every night. We want to get our fans back excited about this team and this group. Jared Bednar on Altitude 950, Wednesday mornings at 7.30. Ah! Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. Altitude brings you the best Nuggets action all season long. Tune in tomorrow on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets hit the court to take on the Sacramento Kings. Make sure to watch on Altitude tomorrow with pregame at 6 p.m. and tip-off at 7 p.m. For a full list of channel numbers and programming information, log on to our website at AltitudeSports.com. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Brent Iverson from Ideal Home Loans joining us right now. And, and Brent, we're talking about how you helped me with the house and everything. You know that I think the most significant thing that you guys did for me, especially in how competitive the market is when you're trying to buy that house, was getting pre-qualified. Well, absolutely. And in your case, too, we took it one step further and got you pre-approved. That way, when you went out and made that offer, we knew we could close and close quickly. And as you know from dealing with us, we have our three-week closing guarantee. It's like making an offer with cash. It's competitive out there. You don't want to get caught up in the bidding war. You don't have to overpay for your next home. And the way you can avoid that is by getting pre-approved up front so that you can close in as little as three weeks. Sellers take note. They know you've done the work up front. They know you're serious about buying. So to find out how we can help you, call us today at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or you can apply with us online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal opportunity lender regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, 
and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is easing up for the most part and speeds are picking back up, although southbound I-25 still slow and go between the Boulder Turnpike and 6th Avenue and between Santa Fe down to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Southbound 225 is still jammed up as well behind an earlier accident. You're seeing slowing I lift down to about Yosemite or I-25. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Denver and Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin. With traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Did Kiki Hernandez just go yard again? My goodness, three bombs in one game, including a grand salami as the Dodgers advance to the World Series. You know what's going to happen, guys. It's going to be Yankees Dodgers. We're going to have to live with that. We're going to have to watch it. We're going to have to. Eat it. That's what it is. Totally fine with it. I like both those teams. I'm finding myself rooting for the Dodgers. Really? Yeah. I hate the Cubs, so I was rooting for the Dodgers. I hate the Diamondbacks. I was rooting for the Dodgers. How do you not pull for the Astros at least? Eh, I don't know. I got no affinity to them. I, I'm, I'm kind of neutral on them. I'd rather have somebody from the National League win. I'm a National League guy. So you're going to get yourself a coast-to-coast series this year, the Yankees and the Dodgers, unless the Astros uh, come back. I tell you what, I'll say this about the Yankees. They're not their usual obnoxious Yankees with every star-studded member of the all-star team on the roster. They're sort of a grinder-type team, which is something to be desired, I guess. They're a little bit more like the Yankees were like in 96, you know, before they got annoying, when Jeter and Posada and Bernie Williams were all young. It's kind of like that team. Yeah. All right, let's uh, bring back uh, Marty. Let's get him on the line before we uh, open the show again with him. I I keep calling this the uh, party with Marty, but we forget that since Marty's been gone, since he went out and got married, his show not only is sponsored, but we changed the name of the segment. Marty, are you aware of all these changes? I am. I am aware. I actually listened on Monday, and uh, I kind of like the opener. It's nice. So on your mini moon, you fired up the stream to listen? I did, yeah. You know, just a couple minutes, but you know, I found some time. I carved out a couple minutes. What did What did you think of Dustin's uh, performance? I thought it was I thought it was good. Thanks, mm. Dustin, for filling in, man. Grading on the curve. Okay, let's go ahead. <laughs> it's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. <laughs> Listen, Marty, the precedent has been set. Um, I'm going to call it like it is from now on. If I think this segment sucks or is awful, I will tell you it's awful. I had, I did the same with Dustin, and that's just the way it's going to be. I appreciate the uh, the hard love. That's okay. I'm ready for it. Go. Okay, I've been told I look like this guy. John Krasinski turns 38 today. He, of course, played Jim on The Office. You guys don't watch TV, so I'm sure nobody in here watched <laughs> The Office. This comes but... back 
Sling an insult. Fire it. Man. I like the way he starts that. Yeah, you know, Brad Pitt. I've been told I look like this guy. Yeah, I get mistaken for Matt Damon a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, somebody like this guy. Really feeling himself after his mini moon. Uh, I like The Office. Good show. He was fine. He was uh, I that, just Googled this guy. He's pretty funny. He was in that terrible football movie with George Clooney. Leatherheads or whatever. Did you ever see that? That was Pat Riley's movie. Yeah, that was his oh, screenplay. Wow. That was or bad. Rick Riley. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, really? Now it makes a lot more sense. That was awful. All right. Our favorite judge, Judge Judy, turns 75 tomorrow. Sneaky? Ah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. I would go Wapner's my favorite judge. Doesn't Judy make like a hundred million a year or something? She's yeah. doing something, right? She Dude, makes, she gets coin. Forty-four she gets million coin. a year and only yeah. tapes her show fifty-two days per year. Who yeah, is the she, judge on Night Court? He he was pretty good. The guy with bull wasn't uh the uncle on Fresh Prince of Bel Air a judge? Yes, he was. He's Name on is the, judges. He's on the list. Yeah, Judge Reinhold. He might make the list. Yeah. Okay, there's another judge out there. I'm trying to shoot down Marty name. now because he's got me all feisty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the one guy we're all missing in our autograph collection, Zach Greinke, turns 34 today. <laughs> See, now that's well played, Marty. Good <laughs> that was good. That was a good way to introduce him. How old is he? 34? He'll be 34, yeah. I don't like Zach Greinke at all. That's why I was rooting for the Dodgers. I can't stand that guy. Would you take him on your staff if yeah. he became available? Yeah. Of course you would. Sure. Yeah, I hope he has a bad birthday, but honestly... Pat Neshek embarrassed himself in the wild card game, so it's hard to really hate on Zach as much as I did beforehand. That's fair. Okay, 30 years ago today, this skit premiered on SNL. Babe Ruth was nothing more than a fat old man with little girl legs. And here's something I just found out recently. He wasn't really a sultan. Huh? What do you make of that? Well, that was uh, something different. That was but, Seinfeld. Uh, that was Seinfeld, yes. This premiered on uh, Saturday Night Live. Welcome, we're back. All right. Once again, I am Hans. Yeah, I am Franz, and we are here to pop you off. <sighs> you know what's coincidental about that? Last night during yeah. the Raiders-Chiefs game, uh, they, they cut to a shot of uh, Mark Davis, and he was wearing a Rocky Balboa jogging suit, all light gray. He looked like one of the Hans and Franz characters. Yep, very fitting that that was uh, 30 years ago right now. Have oh, you guys seen was... the movie Beer Fest? No. No. The German team in Beer Fest had to have been inspired by really? those guys because they are sound the exact same. Is that uh, Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey? That is. Yes. That role? Okay. They did a couple uh, commercials with uh, Aaron Rodgers for State Farm, too. Yeah. They're, they're, that that was a good one. You know the sweatsuit I refer to, the classic. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, everyone should own, every man should own a plain, light gray sweatsuit. Yes, yes. Preferably with some holes in it. Darn right. Okay, so 1973, Richard Nixon names Jim Thorpe the greatest athlete of the first half of the 20th century. Got me wondering who was the uh, greatest athlete of the second half of the 20th century. Couldn't really find that. must have been something Nixon made up. But I uh, came across a list by uh, Sports Century, the top 50 North American athletes. Mm-hmm. You guys want to take a stab at the top five? Sure. You better, you better not say Secretariat, like that weird poll when you have horses involved. I'm going to say, in the so this is from 1950 to 2000? No, this is this is all encompassing. The whole this century. The whole oh, I'm going to say Muhammad Ali is on there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Michael Jordan is on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim Thorpe, I mean, if he was... Top athlete of the first 50 years. He had to make the whole century. Wayne so Gretzky's go got to be on there. Gretzky's on there. And let's go with God, we need one more. Jim Brown. Okay, top five was MJ, 
Babe Ruth. Oh, ah, Jake, me a too. break. Uh, Babe Ruth guy. <laughs> Muhammad oh, Ali, Jim Brown, and then Wayne Gretzky. So we got four or five, and we left out the only one who should not be on that list. Right. I can't believe he missed them. He mean, beat out Jim Thorpe? He beat out Jim Thorpe. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He played in the first half of the century. Yeah, I don't get this list. I'm Richard confused. Nixon declared Jim Thorpe the best athlete of those 50 years. How did Babe Ruth then jump him? Yeah. You know, what in the hell is going on here? Take it up with Sports Century, man. They made the list. Those were great, though, and they had the, the show about each of them as they counted it down, and that was fun. Yeah, then they had the horse, and I lost interest. Yeah, as, soon as, they, as soon as they mentioned the horse, I said, no, this is stupid. Wasn't Secretary at like eight or something no, 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 on that it's list? stupid. You know, listen, again, you know how I feel about stuff. It's not a human being. Don't be stupid. Great so it was, it was 89 males, 8 females, and 3 horses made the top 100. Again, oh, wow. again, what do you want, rabbits? What about some rabbits? There's great athletic <laughs> rabbits. Try catching a rabbit in my cul-de-sac. I got rabbit holes everywhere. Dogs chasing them. Coyotes coming in town. Try chasing one of these rabbits. They're the greatest athletes in Denver. Why aren't they on your list? You got anything else for us, Marty? Uh, well, that, that Babe Ruth clip was for you. It was uh, Larry David playing oh. uh, George Steinbrenner calling Babe Ruth just a, a fat guy with little girl legs. He's so right. Yeah, that's great. We should save that. We'll have hey, to so Marty, from your uh, matrimony over the weekend, uh, what was the weather like in Breckenridge? It was beautiful. The sun was shining. It was it was a crisp 45, but the sun was out, so it was, it was nice. All right, windy. the question we all want answered, what, what gift did you get your newlywed for your wedding? Nothing. We uh, we decided beforehand we're not doing gifts. That's how you do it. Groomsman? Right Would you get the groomsman? Groomsman, I got him t- uh, personalized tie clips with uh, their initials on them and uh, some ties and some socks and a Breckenridge T-shirt. So. Mm. Didn't go with the nail clippers. Didn't go huh? with the nail clippers. Yeah, Walgreens okay. gave me a dirty look when I asked for those. All right, we got to go. We got Alex English on hold. Thank you very much, Marty. Thanks, Appreciate Jeff. the sugar fix. That is your morning sugar fix every morning here on Altitude 950. The great Alex English is next. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, it's the Nuggets home opener as they take on the Kings at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 635. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He is lead actor in one of the greatest movies ever made. Forget about his basketball career. Let's ignore the fact that tomorrow night you'll see him in person at Pepsi Center. I'm talking about the casting of Amazing Grace and Chuck. Playing the role of Amazing Grace and Chuck is Alex English in the flesh. That movie changed my life. Alex is on the line with us right now. Hey, how many times you go back in the VCR and play that movie back for yourself there, Alex? You, believe it or not, I haven't played it at all. I, I, I play it in my mind, but it's been a, it's been a while since I've watched it on TV or on a video. You played a fictitious Boston Celtics player in that movie, 1987. How did that happen, by the way? How did you all of a sudden get cast in a movie? Well, I, I, the call went out to NBA players who were interested in this movie. And, uh, I saw the, I saw it. I said, okay, I would like to try this. And they sent me a script. I, I rehearsed it and, uh, I did a casting call, went to, went to, uh, a, a tryout and 
I guess in the, they like basketball. It was a tryout, and I uh, the uh, producer and the director liked me, so it was it was good. For those that don't recall, have never seen the movie. It was um, again '80s. There was a lot of talk of the Cold War and nuclear war coming, and there's a silo. Like what we're talking about right now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, history repeats itself. It would be appropriate right now. You're exactly right. I, maybe we should recast the movie, Alex. I, maybe re, uh, Alex. Uh, how about Amazing Grace and Chuck Part Two? Hey, so you're in town for the weekend, and the Nuggets are uh, generous enough to to bring back all of the legends, the guys whose numbers are all up in the rafters there at Pepsi Center. And it's been a while, man. I, you know, I grew up watching you, as many of us did, generation of the '80s. How um how happy are you that the the Nuggets are reconnecting with the past? Well, it's been a long time. You know, it's it's about time that the Nuggets have taken the time to reconnect with its former players because we are their history. I mean, you you can look at today, the present, and be stuck on today, but it took time and it took a lot of players to get to where they're at now. So I'm I am honored and and very happy that they have uh, decided to to bring in the legends and and connect with the players who were. Very instrumental in, uh, you know, the, the Simba Nuggets being who they are. Well, among the legends here, and we're going to talk to Byron Beck momentarily, we had Dan Issel on the show uh, yesterday. How many years did you play with Dan? I think it was maybe three or four. I'm not sure. But did Dan you? was here when I got here. Okay, so, and he mentioned it yesterday. I asked him about that team and playing under the Dugmo. What was your version of defense? How did you guys play defense in a Doug Moe coach team? Well, our, our, our objective was to get the ball up as quick as we could. And, you know, so our defense, we played pretty good defense. I think we played better when we got Wayne Cooper, who was a shot blocker. But when we had a small team like we had with Dan, you know, we just uh, did a lot of help out, you know, a lot of uh, help side defense and Got the ball out and we pushed the ball up the floor. Uh, you talk about scoring. You were part of the highest scoring game in NBA history. The Pistons and the Nuggets at Pepsi Center. Or I'm sorry, McNichols. <laughs> Check that. I always kid Bill Hanzik about that game, Alex, because uh, he played and he did not register a field goal. He has two points off free throws. I think he's the only guy in the highest scoring game in history not to have scored a field goal in that game. <laughs> Do you remember how many you scored? I do not, but I, I know it was over 30. <laughs> how nuts was it that night? I mean, how crazy. My daughter, my daughter is telling me I scored 42. She knows better than I. Yeah, you and Kiki just went at it. And, and the night Kiki was traded, and you mentioned Wayne Cooper and Fat Lever, Calvin Nat coming over, and it was a completely different team after that. So I have to ask you, if you and Fat Lever are healthy for that Lakers-Western Conference Series, are you NBA champions today in your mind? I think we would have been. You know, that was our best chance, our best shot. The best shot the Nuggets ever had was that year. And, you know, if we had been healthy, and I think Calvin got injured in that game, in one of those games later on. But if we had had healthy players, I, I think we that would have been our best time to contend for the NBA championship. And, and that was the heart of Lakers Showtime, too. That was That was a heck of a team oh, yeah. in L.A. Hey. Oh, it was so much fun, so much fun playing against a team that was very similar to us. Uh, only difference was they had this big guy in the middle named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
but they pushed the ball up the floor. They had good scores. They had uh, uh, an offense that was very fluid like ours. And we had all acclimated to each other over the, the course of the season. So it was one of those games where, you know, you punch, counter punch. We had gone out to L.A. They they killed us in the first game out there. Mm-hmm. And the second game, we ended up beating them, and we come back to Denver. And that's the game that I broke my thumb. How did you break it, Alex? Well, I was uh, at that time. I had uh, I had both of my thumbs taped, and I was going. I was behind Kareem. I go up for the rebound. Kareem gets the rebound. He comes down, and he just you know how you spread your elbows out. Mm-hmm. And one of his elbows hit me in my my uh, my taped hand, and just uh, broke the broke the bone off the joint. So that was the end of my my year that year. I, I consider Alex English one of the more unique players in the history of basketball, let alone the Denver Nuggets, just because of the way you played the game. I mean, the, the soft jumper, the high arc, behind the backboard at times. Is there anybody that you see today that even closely or faintly resembles what you did on the court? Uh, you know, the beauty of the NBA game and why it's so exciting is that there are no two players that play the game the same way. Same way. They're similar. I mean, you look at Kobe Bryant and, and Michael Jordan, they're very similar, but they each had their own unique style. And, you know, for me, I modeled my game after Jamal Wilkes, who was, you, know, you look at his game and it's totally different. Sure. But today, I, you know, I, I don't, you know, there's not much emphasis on the mid-range game, one, two dribble pull-up. You know, I played a simple game. I played it the way I was taught in college and high school was, you shoot a shot, you follow your shot, you might get it back, you get two points, or you get one dribble, two dribbles, it's uh, less hazardous for somebody to steal it. So uh, it was a simple game, but today's game is more come down, shoot threes, uh, uh, move the ball on the perimeter, shoot threes, and if there's an opportunity to drive to the basket, you go to the basket and dunk. My era, it was more mid-range. And that's the game that I played. I, I don't see too many. I don't see any players that play it like I play it, played it. But I, I love Kevin Durant's game. You know, I think he's got the same type of body body type that I had, but yeah. he's got a lot more skill than I had. Uh, so, you know, he's a most similar guy, but he's not a mid range guy. He's he's an all around guy. So I love his game, though. The shot that you had mastered, and I mentioned it briefly, there was it was on. Un- untouchable. You couldn't do much about it. It was like Kareem Skyhook. When you would post up on the baseline and you were actually behind the backboard and you would launch it over the... How much did you work on that shot? Did you, How did you find that shot? Because nobody could stop it. Well, one of the things that I used to do in practice was because there were a lot... When I played, there were a lot of shot blockers. So I had to figure out a way to get the ball up to the basket without getting it blocked. So I would practice the shot from the behind the backboard, not to, to shoot that shot in the game, but to practice getting an arch on my shot and getting the rhythm and the timing down. So that's how I practiced the game, uh, practiced that shot. And then, uh, you know, there are opportunities in the game that uh, I would uh, I would have that shot, uh, you know, over the backboard. But I, I did, and I talked to, I tell the Kimba, he said if I had played with him, he blocks my shot every time. <laughs> I told him that he would never get to my shot. No so way. I like him. 
Yeah, and, and, and you would hit the rafters with so much arc on that shot. It was so fun to watch. And I tell you what, every time I hear your name, I just think of the 80s and Doug Moe. What, what did Doug Moe mean to you in your career? It, it, wasn't he the perfect coach for your game? Yes, he was. I love Doug Moe and, and what he did for, for the game of basketball at that period. People don't give him a lot of credit. You know, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, the style that he implemented, uh, nobody does it today. You look at the style that teams, they, everybody wants to do it, but nobody did it like Doug Moe's team did. I mean, he did it in San Antonio, but when he came here, we perfected it. And we had players, we had limited skill on our team, but we had players that worked hard. And, uh, you know, Doug Moe was very instrumental in that. Not, not just the way he coached, but his temperament. You know, as you remember, he would curse you out and, and just treat you like a dog on the floor. But when he came off the floor, he was like one of the guys. And everybody yeah. knew that about him and knew that when you're on that floor, you've got to make sure that you're doing what he wanted done. And we did that, and uh, we won basketball games. I don't I don't know if during the tenure of Doug Moe whether we were ever uh, under 40 games. We Alex, what? What do you think of Denver, by the way, since you left? It's a little different around here, isn't it? Oh, man, what a city. It's turned into a beautiful city. Not that it wasn't when I was here, but it's turned into a beautiful city. I I love the way it looks. I I love the energy that's here. Uh, This is probably one of the few cities, and people don't know this, that has a professional team for all of the major sports, including soccer. you got soccer, baseball, hockey, baseball basketball, football, you've got every sport. And I don't know if you've got lacrosse here. but Yes, we do. Two teams. You've got Two. Lacrosse as well. So it's uh, it's changed. Uh, we're going to get out and go for a walk in the city in a little while. But I love it. It's beautiful, and uh, it's great to be back. Well, I can't wait to see you tomorrow night against Alex English is going to be there, Dan Issel, David Thompson, Doug. All the greats will be at Pepsi Center for the home opener. Alex, thanks for a few minutes. Thanks for making me feel young again, reliving my childhood. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Take care. That is the great, amazing grace in Chuck. I'm telling you, if uh, if you have a chance, I don't even know if you can find it online. Maybe you can. Put it in the Google later. Amazing great. He starred in that movie, mid-'80s. James, do you recall that movie? Oh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Wasn't Gregory Peck in that movie? Yes. Uh, Hal Holbrook. The kid was all freaked out because he was worried about a nuclear war. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And somehow, Amazing Grace, this this Boston Celtics player sort of eased his pain, eased his his angst. Well, he walked away from the game. He joined the protest. He was a Boston Celtic, and he joined this kid's protest. And he, he and he got all these death threats. Remember the end of the movie? Alex English's Learjet gets blown yes. up. Yes, he dies yes. in the end of yes. the movie. Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to ruin it. You just well, didn't. it's a thirty-five-year-old movie. Yeah. Could have given yeah. us a spoiler alert yeah, or something, man. Right. It's wow, it's been out yeah. for three hey, decades. You want to tell me how Sopranos ends next? It came out like uh, I was going to make a dig at Marty. Who dies at the end of Breaking Bad? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's a thirty-five-year-old movie. Well, Amazing Grace and. Didn't well, he no play for shot. the Celtics during a preseason game so they could get the footage? I thought it was just cool. And what, was, what's was, the plot twist at the end of Six Sense? And he was like a three-point shooter, <laughs> which was kind of funny. And yeah. I think he wore number 30 for the Celtics. In the I don't know. Now, now you're getting a little freaky. Well, I don't know. Just, now, not, now, now, now you're just nerding it? out. Now you're nerding out. I mean, But thanks for the reference. If, if I told you how 
I don't know. E.T. ends. Is that a spoiler? Could be. Homework assignment for you, H.W., and you, Marty. Amazing Grace and Chuck. Find it online. Watch it. We'll discuss. We're still you got in the Peter's last show. time Marty was here. Yo, sports fans, you need to sell that house, don't you? Yes, you do. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call, and he's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these houses, proven to get his clients the most money. Recently sold the house for ten grand more than what it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's 720-900-4433. 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Actually, yeah. they do have jetpacks now. You guys, real, you guys know that. They right? had jetpacks in the fifties. They did it for one of the very first Super Bowls. A guy flew in the jetpack, and the thing lasted and landed. It could fly for thirty seconds. Somebody just got cranky. Well, but but all this stuff. I go, yeah, the future. We're gonna see that. What future? Well, the future is now, Scott. Well, they, jetpacks, they had drones. They go back and look at jetpack. Look on YouTube, jetpack at the Super Bowl. And it, uh, 1960s, they had some dude in a jetpack, and I think it was in L.A. Okay, next subject. Next subject. Get something good. Hastings and Brownman. Every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamars. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Hey, it's Moe's from my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but... The renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moe's renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything. So you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today. 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. Owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379218. Licensed in the state of Colorado. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104 Fourth or online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017 Nissan Altima, MSRP 24590, VIN 1N4AL3AP9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dock fee plus tax time on license offer ends 112. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. 
Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from General Air Service and Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit GeneralAir.com. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Kreckman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, it's Brett Eldridge. Be the third caller and you're qualified to see the abs in Music City. You heard it. Altitude 950 wants to send you to Nashville. See the abs take on the Predators. Vic, this is our last qualifier from this show, but we will still have more qualifiers throughout the day. You and a friend go to Nashville. Be the third caller right now. You're in the mix. 303-753-0950. That game's on November 18th. So, Vic, here's how it's going to work the rest of the day. Yeah. We got a qualifier right now. We've got a qualifier with Hastings and Brownman. We've got a qualifier with Mark Mosier. And then between three and five, Crackman and Harris will qualify a 60th person for this trip to Nashville, the winner revealed between 5 and 6 on Kreckman and Harris today, who's honky-tonking with Moj, the listeners we will all know this afternoon on the Kreckman and Harris how show. How do we pick the winner? Uh, it's a random random thing. Well, how random? I don't know the uh, logistics I want, of it. I want Vic. to know how we're picking the winner. You can uh, ask people higher on the totem pole than me. I know it's you've got a one in sixty chance once you're qualified you to go are, to Nashville. Are, are Italians from North Denver allowed to win? If every, you're one of the sixty qualifiers, yes, you have a one in sixty chance. Every qualifier is assigned a number, mm-hmm. and then we pick a random number, and then the corresponding qualifier will be honky tonkin with Mosh. Well, let me ask you this: What if you want to go on this trip? As I would, I'd love it. But you don't want to go honky-tonk and you want to go listen to some rap music at some club in Nashville. Is that okay? That's 100% totally fine. Yes. You you can do what you want. So you could be assigned a random number today that you just qualified with us. That could be the number that gets picked this afternoon. You never know. You never know. 
I'm game. Let's power five, shall we? What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. All right, last night the Chiefs and the Raiders played, and it was a matchup where you kind of wanted both teams to lose. Vic, we still have one pair of Nuggets tickets for tomorrow night, opening night over at the Pepsi Center. Nuggets Kings, all the legends will be there. So on the Reading Pro Partners text line 30933, tell us the sports matchup where you wish both teams could lose. Our favorite one is going to the Nuggets game tomorrow night at the Pepsi Center. So a matchup, a fake matchup, obviously, where both teams lose, you know, like like tie. What do you mean? Where they both could lose, like when it's LA, when it's the Dodgers Yankees, you're like, can they both lose? Oh, I, I want see. them to oh, both did, lose. Did you hear Von Miller's quote yesterday? Yeah, That's kind yeah, of what yeah, we're I, playing I, off I, of here. I, I, no, I get it. I understand. It's just you know, it's 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 like fake. Right? How, how about like uh Duke and Kentucky? Can they both lose? You know what you're going to get a lot of? Notre Dame, USC. Yeah. That's yeah. this they weekend. Play, yeah, they played them all night. I got mine. Yeah. Nebraska, CSU. Man, come on. I would be you would really out in red. If you had to see one team lose more, which team would it be? Nebraska? Because I know you don't like CSU for some you, – you live in Colorado. Come on. How could you root against CSU if they played Nebraska? Not, let's it, not be it, silly. It's their, it's their fans. That's 100% why. I would root for Nebraska. I, I, I would, I would potentially get a Nebraska N tattooed on my arm. Okay, I got one for you. If the Lakers played the Patriots, <laughs> well, now, now, now you are going points. into fake ones. Well, I mean, the whole damn premise, premise is fake, so I can no, be as fake not. as I want to be. You didn't want both teams to lose last night? You didn't align with Von Miller on that? Well, I, I, both teams sort of did lose. You know, the Raiders lost beast mode, and they could well, lose them for a few games, and and then the Chiefs lost the game itself. So I guess last night it happened. The, I don't know. The best one for me is still Super Bowl Forty Nine. Just watching that yeah. game was awful. Patriots, Patriots, Seahawks was absolutely terrible. It was the year after Forty Eight when it was Forty Three to Eight, and it was the Patriots. So that to me is an example. We got a few coming in here on the Reem Pro Partners text line. Two thousand seven says Dodgers versus Yankees in the World Series. Five zero five eight eight W in Manchester in a fist fight. <laughs> That's pretty good. Zero four one nine says James versus his ego. <laughs> uh, Red Sox versus Patriots uh, says Philip Van Dunk. See, cross sport. I don't anything like Boston. I'm with you on that. Anything Boston, I'm good for anybody losing. Anything Boston, uh, I'm game. Patriots and Red Wings just came in. Valor and Cherry Creek just came in. Oof, Ooh, going to the high school level. One. Republicans versus Democrats. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. Duke, North Carolina from Postal Brian. Adam says Bama, Nebraska. Keep them coming. 30933. Yeah. We'll pick our favorite one. Send you to the Nuggets game. I also night. have some perspective here because I, I want to say this. You're going to get a lot of different representatives. They hate you because they want to be you. Remember that. If CU, CSU played Russia in women's basketball, who would Becky Hammond play for? That's right. She That's did a suit up for the Russians. I mean, what a turncoat. She played for the Russians? Oh, calm down. She played for the Russians in the Olympics. Uh, 3997. This is creative. Ty says, Lavar Ball versus Mello in a boxing match. Oh, God. I'd root for Mello all day long. I thought the Mello hate, I was so rooting for Oklahoma City last night. That was great, actually. We haven't talked about it. That team looked good. They they're, look really good. They're going to be, they're going to they, be good. They, they, guess what? 
Guess what? We said this before the season. Well, you know, Russell Westbrook and his triple doubles, that's gone because now he's got two big weapons mm. alongside. No, nope, he yep. got a triple double last night. Yep. Another assists. triple double. Yep. The assists part of it got a lot easier. We'll put it that way. Sure did. And he got 10 rebounds, so he found a way to get another trip dub. Uh, Oklahoma City is much improved, man. They're a problem. They are a problem. Red Wings versus Wild, says Drew on the text line. Not a bad one. I'd root for the Red Wings. Now, now I probably would, too. Now. Yeah, yeah, but those wounds, I mean, they're still open. It's mainly because Ryan Harris likes the Wild. Uh, Let's see here. Manchester versus Simeon, 4904. <laughs> that could be the leader you of the clubhouse. I, I, I'm 100% serious. I could have completed every one of his touchdown passes against the Cowboys. And coach the team and GM the team at the same time. I could time. have. I could have. I could not have completed the touchdown to Jeff Hireman the other day. No way. Every touchdown against the Cowboys, when you and Legwald wanted to give him a long-term contract, God, doesn't that seem like it was months ago? Mm-hmm. Three games ago, you wanted to give him a long-term contract. Now every station and every show in town is talking about when he's going to get benched. Hold just so. By the way, the guy who said Manchester versus HW is mad at me because I said the Broncos wouldn't win another game until they benched Simeon, to which my response would be, you think if they're three and three, three and four, three and five, they're keeping Simeon in there? It ain't that bold of a prediction, dude. It means they lose two or three road games in a road. Get off my back. If they were going to make the switch, this week would have been the smart time to make the switch. You're going to send Brock or Paxton or whoever into Philly, into Kansas City, at home against New England? But do you think my prediction is all that bold? No. Thank you. No. I, I think they're very likely to lose the next four games. More likely than that they lose all four than they win all four. They're not going to lose all four. Okay. If they switch quarterbacks, I would agree with you. They aren't going to lose to the Giants either. Going to Patrick Beverly your ass. I'm just saying. After this week, they're going to be an underdog in the next three games. I like this one from 1990. Todd Bertuzzi and Matt Cook. Both. Both. No, I'd root for Matt Cook. Evil doers. I'd root for Matt Cook. Ooh, All right, four one four four is too mean to read. Oh come on, you can't say that and then not read it. Hastings the player versus Hastings the announcer. <laughs> Three two zero oh, two. Vic That's Lombardi good. versus his nemesis on the Wolf. Ooh, Ooh you yeah. and Jenny, Jenny from the block. Is the Wolf? Do they? Is that a jazz station? <laughs> is that smooth jazz? <sighs> what are they? Or is that a talk? Is that another one of our talks? What do they do there? The country station, Vic. Oh. You got the Vic Lombardi show up next. Byron Beck, Nuggets legend, on Altitude 950. I can swear it's smooth jazz. Altitude 950 is the home of the Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop with the final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every Avs game with Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home. 
and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. This is Brent Ivinson with Ideal Home Loans, and in my 20-year career in residential lending, there's been plenty of protections for the banks and the mortgage companies, but there's never been protection for the borrower and their down payment until now. Call Ideal Home Loans today at 303-867-7000 to find out how you can protect a portion or all of your down payment if you buy a home and values go down. If you're an FHA borrower out looking for a home currently or you're under contract, we can help you out and provide you with a policy that can help protect a portion or all of your down payment in the event that the housing bubble pops and your home's value goes down and you have to sell your home in that market. Now there's protection for you, the buyer. Call to take advantage of Ideal Home Loans down payment protection at no cost to you. Call us at 303-867-7000 or apply online at idealhomeloans.com to get all the details. Ideal Home Loans. First we listen, then we lend. Equal Opportunity Lender. Regulated by Dora. NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Changes in the Air Colorado, hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8? Only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely 
completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on this beautiful Friday in the Mile High City. lot on tap tomorrow night at Pepsi Center in addition to the home opener for the Denver Nuggets at home against Sacramento. Welcoming back the legends, the guys whose numbers are up in the rafters, the likes of Dan Issel, who we had on the show yesterday, Alex English, who joined us a few minutes ago, Byron Beck, who we are efforting to join us on this show. So if you get a chance to head down to Pepsi Center, get there early. There will be a fan fest held in the Grand Atrium, uh, the big room at Pepsi Center, just to sort of get a chance and hang, get some autographs. See the history of this great franchise. 50 years of mile-high basketball. Guys, I went back and, again, I grew up in the 80s here with this team, so we remember the Doug Moe era. But before they were the Nuggets, they were the Rockets, uh, named after a trucking company. Before they were the Rockets, actually for a day they were called the Denver Larks when the, when the team moved here in 1967. Before that even, before there was a franchise, there was another Denver Nuggets team that lived here in Denver. It's amazing the layers of history until you go back and research it. Basketball has been played in this fair city for a very long time. Yeah, now did they originally play in the Auditorium Arena? Yes. Which is, if you go down to like Buell Theater and things like that, you can still see the outside part of the brick wall from that, which is kind of cool. The inside's all been redone, obviously, but... That's cool. Then they played at the Coliseum, I believe. Which is even cooler, in my opinion. Then McNichols, and now which is now a parking lot. McNichols, yeah. For for those of you who uh, don't remember McNichols, HW. Have you ever been to McNichols? Are you? Is there HW? How about Jesse? You've been to McNichols, right? Yeah, I've been there many times for concerts. Uh, the Abs, their first season right. in Nuggets. You're you're an old man like me. I'm not sure if HW is old enough. I don't know that he is either. Didn't Pepsi Center opened in 99, right? So he might have. He was born okay. in like 92. So. 91. Where would McNichols 90. be exactly? It would be, you know where they have that big grass layout before Bronco games? You know where all that grass is and people party there and they drink? Yeah. That's yeah. where McNichols would sit. I think it's a little further west. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Okay. So in that parking lot then? What street went between McNichols and Mile High? I don't remember the name of it. I, I recall the street, though. I do. Can you believe that they had two major arenas right next door to each other? How'd they have enough parking? Yeah, they just can't do things at the same time. We used to always park at McNichols for Bronco games and walk over. I loved yeah. McNichols. McNichols was great. Oh, you had to I walk knew. up those steps to get into the place. I mean, that was a hike. That was a little bit of a workout heading in. Dude, when I was a ball boy there, I knew every nook and cranny of oh, Nichols Arena. I like that they had the, the new scoreboards they put in on each end where they they would keep the points for each player that was in the in the game at that time. We thought that was just like so cutting edge. I remember watching the uh, Denver Avalanche indoor soccer yeah, team at yeah. Nichols Arena. No doubt, no doubt. I I, I I saw a lot of different things in there. There was the uh, the Denver Dynamite played there. Sure, I saw a lot of NCAA tournament games in there. Um, it's a it's a great facility. All right, so we asked the Power Five question of the day: a lose lose situation. Who would you like to see 
lose if they win head-to-head, both teams. Uh, Andre Iguodala versus Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I would root for Westbrook. He didn't. He's he's not Benedict Arnold. Andre, you know what? Andre Iguodala versus Eddie Kennison. Eh, now we're talking. Again, it's easy to hate Russ, Russell Westbrook because he's everything you want in a player. Yeah, I don't hate him. I think he's a great player. I don't dis. I don't even dislike him. I don't know what the beef is with him. You were all up in arms because people cheered him for breaking. Oh no, a I don't dislike him. Record. I dislike the fact that you would cheer an opposing team's player in your barn. I dislike that. That tells you all you need to know. I don't like that. I, the, the player himself. You gave me Russell Westbrook. You're gonna have anybody on the roster. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Best player in the league. I was just looking up at the TV and they had um, Lavar Ball on. Do you think that guy ever just gets sick of himself? You know, there's some th- some things he said after the game that really bothered me. Okay, if you missed it, last night, Lakers Clippers, Patrick Beverly set the tone early, got right in the Lonzo Ball's face, fouled him for no reason, held him to like three points, five assists, just shut him down. If there's one guy you don't want to face to start an NBA season, it is Patrick Beverly. He is a dog, okay? So after the game, somebody asked LeVar Ball about it, and LeVar's only retort was, oh, yeah? Does Patrick Beverly have his own shoe? I mean, really? That's your response? Do you so have your weak. own shoe? So weak. Come on. I, I, I loved it because it's definitely something, and hopefully Scotty will talk about it during their show. They're out at King Supers today, by the way, Florida and Kipling. Um, it just seemed like something the old bad boys Pistons would have done. It was yeah. great. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in one of the guys that will be honored tomorrow night, one of the legends returning home, and that is the great Byron Beck. Hi, Byron. How are you? Hey, doing good. Fantastic. Good to be home here, I guess you'd say. What do you call home these days? Are you up in the Pacific Northwest still? Yeah, yeah. Uh lived most of my life here and uh, up there, so... Uh, just, uh, blessed with two great parts of the country. Well, good for you. For those who never watched Byron Beck play, and, and I did not, Byron, you came before my time as well. You were a 6-9 forward center, and I'm reading here, you were a master of the hook shot. What has happened? How come nobody uses the hook shot anymore in the NBA? <laughs> well, I think, uh, Al Sender kind of went with that sky hook thing, a little push shot. Yeah, uh, you have to have a little more room, I think, for the old standard uh, uh, hook shot that I shot, and uh, now you can just take and protect it against your body, reach up and flip it. So it's a little quicker shot, and you gain a little more height. Uh, I still shoot the other thing, but uh, you know, even as an old man is seventy-three. Ah, uh, you're not old. Seventy-three. I'm sure you can still throw that hook shot up there. What? What, would, what is yeah. your great? As a member of the Nuggets in the M, you were the Rockets back then. As a member of the Rockets in the ABA, what is your greatest memory here in Denver? Greatest? Huh? Well, yeah. What is the top, What is the think, one thing think, you're most proud of? I think playing. I mean, every kid. I mean, you hear a lot of the athletes uh, say that. Uh, and having that opportunity, I went to the University of Denver here uh, and uh, had a great experience there, met a lot of great people, and was fortunate enough to be drafted uh, second by Denver uh, and Chicago and uh, chose here because it was home. I knew so many people. I felt more comfortable, uh, had played here, was a AAU All-American after the U, and so I thought it was a good fit. So hold on a second, Byron. How does that work? You were drafted by two different teams? One was an NBA, right. one was the ABA. Yeah. Right. First year, yeah, Chicago, 
that was when I think the big guy back then was uh, his name was Love, and uh, was averaging about twenty some a game at the time. But, so why uh, why did you choose no. Denver? Well, the money the money was uh, the same uh, primarily, uh, and uh, in those days it was probably the pocket change uh, for what's going on now. And <laughs> I did like the area. I'm an outdoors person, and uh, so spent a lot of time uh, up in the hills. And my wife uh, taught me how to ski and that kind of thing. <laughs> That's great. So Dan Issel, who we had on the show yesterday, and we were joking around. Uh, his number still up in the rafters. Did you play with Dan at all? Were you? Uh, would you guys ever cross? Oh yeah. Uh, well, Dan. Uh, Dan was my roommate. A week before we came roommate, we had fisticuffs. <laughs> what? Wait, what happened? For the following week. Oh, when he played for the so, Kentucky Colonels, you took a shot right. at him? What happened there? How'd that start? <laughs> that was one of those under-the-board things. Uh, you know, I I had a, a moderate, I guess, reputation of being a little boom-boomish. That was the nickname they give me. In uh, my first couple of years... Uh, a few years there in the early part, uh, I made the all hatchet team. That's great. <laughs> the early years, the ABA was tough, man. Yeah. I mean, you, when you went to training camp, uh, when you shot, you ducked because you had people. <laughs> they brought in a hundred and some people to try out, and everybody wanted. They played for almost nothing, do anything to do it, and st- so you you had to be <laughs> uh, very physical. And so that's kind of, I guess, for those first few years and. Then Larry, uh, with Larry and Mo and the and the game come in, and uh, brought a little more finesse, I guess you might say. So Byron Beck joins us, and it's funny you mentioned the old ABA days and and the way the game was played. And but something is universal. You just said you know you were a hatchet guy. You you sent a message to this day. I think that's valuable. Don't you think every team should have sort of a dog player who's not afraid to get physical? Don't you think that's necessary even today? Uh, I do, I do. Of course, again, I'm old school, uh, whatnot. Uh, guys are uh, much stronger, faster, jump higher, run faster. Uh, that whole thing uh, now have a, a lot of advantages, I think, in in travel and the equipment and and whatnot. So, but yeah, I think there needs to be uh, a person that can take control and just say, "Hey, I, these boards are mine," and uh, so if they get that reputation. You got to be careful with the refs. I'm going to ask you a question that is vastly unfair, but uh, I don't know how closely Uh-oh. you have followed the Nuggets. In your mind, in your mind, Byron, who's the greatest Denver Nugget of all time? Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, they all, they all have so many wonderful things, and especially like the legends, uh, uh, the retired people with their uh, <laughs> numbers retired here. Those people all brought some wonderful things. I mean, sure. some fantastic things, but I'm... Uh, I guess I'll I'll go with uh, uh, David Thompson. Sure. Uh, from the standpoint, just when I he, I used to stand and watch him uh, playing, and all he'd be doing something, I caught myself doing that and not rebounding. But I'll tell you one thing: uh, Dan Issel and played with both. Uh, I guess that's maybe why I'm targeting them. Uh, is you're not going to get more out of an individual with a six nine. Uh, frame uh, and do what he did in the league in the ABA and the NBA uh, with uh, scoring and holding his own with 
Kareem and all the big centers. Man, he come and he put it down, and he he either negated those people or, or took it to them uh, beyond. Uh, yeah, I, I love it, Byron. I hear in these way. days, oh, a big guy who can shoot. Well, I, I saw probably one of the best shooters for a big guy, and that was Dan Issel. You're exactly right. You he predated all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Byron, yeah, listen. If they come out to get him, he, he embarrassed them by t- driving by him and tangle up their feet. He was, oh, he yeah. was really good. Put yeah. the ball on the floor and score. And uh, look, I'm looking forward to meeting you officially tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. You're going to be there. David Thompson, Alex English, Dan Issel, Doug Moe, all of the greats in Denver Nuggets history. Thanks for a few minutes this morning. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at Pepsi. Enjoy it, Dick. Thank you. All right. Take care. Byron Beck, DU and the Denver Nuggets. That's a rarity, guys. I've never heard of that double-double. Has that ever – I mean, Sinbad played basketball at DU, but he didn't go on to the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's – you know, DU's not exactly producing NBA products anymore, so it uh, it certainly feels and seems like a rarity. It's like it's like see you guys playing for the Broncos, though. So. Yeah, it happens, but it's cool when it happens. I love talking the history of the game with guys like that. You know, it, it, back, he was saying back in the day, you just you just hit each other, you just did it. Today, it's a you know, you hit each other today. It's a suspension. It's a fine. It's three days on. On, on first take about why you did it, you just lived with it back then. Wasn't that big a deal? Those are the parts of the way the game used to be that I do miss. I do miss. It's why I liked last night so much. Patrick Beverly, the way he just stuck it to Lonzo Ball. Does this make me a terrible person? Because I just told HW I wouldn't have minded if Lonzo Ball had a Gordon Hayward moment. Yeah, that Ooh. makes you ter- yeah. That makes yeah. me a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, you were a bad person before that comment. Now it just. Okay. I'm just trying to express how much I dislike him. Wow. I know. I prefaced it with, does this make me a bad person that this thought went through my head? I think you know the answer. <laughs> By the way, uh, Scotty Hastings chiming in. We, un- we wondered what the name of the street was between McNichols and Mile High. Dick Connor Lane. How they, could we forget? They renamed it that though, but what was it originally? Was uh, it 17th? Was it, not- I'm trying to figure out kind of where we were at. Was it Bryant? Why, why does the name Bryant come to the, mind? The stadium was 1701 Bryant Street. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to start this movement, James. You and I, if anyone in this town, you and I can really relate to this dude and what he meant to this sports town. There needs to be a street around a sports venue named Irv Brown Lane. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Without a doubt. Now, where, though? That's what we got to figure out. Where? We'll figure it out. Okay. Maybe every high school, because you knew everybody. You knew their history. <laughs> You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Final segment coming right up. We do it every Tuesday on the show. On Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Akeem Tlaib. We better clean up those mistakes because the, the Chargers are going to try to attack us the exact same way the Giants did. We got a long season ahead of us. We got a big game coming up this week. Akeem Tlaib. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Metro21homes.com. By Icon Suit. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. And by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. He's a man speaking his mind. Anything can happen in the NFL, Vic. Akeem Tlaib. Tuesday at 815 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Only on Altitude 950. 
All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit, first-time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low-mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60-day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. This is John Elway. I joined the American Financing Team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American Financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of death. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Halloran. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yockey, pinpoint weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 Monday. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247-2017. Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, VIN 1N4AL38P9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dot plus tax time on license offer ends 11 Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee. It's Best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's won more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Altitude 950. 
Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, 954 here. Vic took his weekend 10 minutes before the rest of us. By the way, real quick, Irv Brown Lane, I think they just need to rename Garfield Street. Irv okay. Brown Lane, and anybody who's listened to Irv Brown over the years knows why. I'll, uh-huh. leave, I'll leave it at that. It is 9.55. We're running out of time. We will close like we always do with our terrible texts. Do you mean enough to make a cut? This guy's terrible texts. All right, Bobby chimed in on Tuesday morning at 7.11 a.m. Whenever I have a life decision, I'm going to ask Manchester what I should do because apparently he's always right. Sigh. Feel free, call, text, tweet me. I'll be help, happy to help you out. Uh, also on Tuesday morning at 7:11 a.m. HW, what do you do as these guys go at each other, yelling every day for three hours? Play solitaire? Do a hundred push-ups? That was at 7:11. Yeah, on Tuesday. Tuesday was something else. Tuesday was a rough day. That was a show for the ages. I wasn't over it until 8:45 in the morning on Wednesday. You had a little grudge that I'm day. I'm over it. Okay. I mean, I, I'm over it now, and I was over it by then, but, yeah, I was, it was that, that lasted a while. Wednesday morning at 7.29 a.m., Manchester thinks he knows everything about everything, yet he just admitted he doesn't watch the games. Classic. When did I say I don't watch the games? I don't know. There was something you didn't watch, apparently, that okay. you had an opinion on. I, uh, I don't think I know everything about everything. When I have an opinion on it, I believe it's right. What kind of an idiot doesn't believe his own opinions? Seriously. I don't know. It's a self-confidence thing. I, I, I don't understand why that's self-confidence or why that's ego. I just read the text, man. Don't shoot the uh, messenger. Hey, here's my opinion. I'm not real sure about it. Uh Wednesday morning at 9.02 a.m., Manchester has never seen an episode of The Simpsons that tells me everything I need to know about this guy. Too busy watching games to keep that other jackass happy. Uh Jeremy chimed in. Two minutes later, I understand more and more why Manchester is the way he is. Watch some Simpsons, dude. <laughs> Simpsons is terrible. Come on. It's a cartoon. Uh, we'll flash forward to this morning because we're short on time. Paul chimes in and says, I guessed it would take Manchester 12 minutes to bring up Simeon. It took him nine. Uh, were all of these about me this week? Every single one of them? Yeah. Jeez. We're now setting over-unders on how quickly into the show you bring up Trevor well, Simeon. Monday, it will be early. We know that. Monday, you shouldn't be able to even bet on a Monday. But Tuesday, the line can be open again. Okay. Um, let's see here. At 8.01 a.m. today, the ball was in Derek Carr's hand. What in the world is Manchester talking about? I LOL. I wasn't talking specifically about that play. I was talking about how I would change the rule overall to protect quarterbacks. That was the point, and the point was if the ball isn't in the quarterback's hand, you can't touch him. That would be my rule. Uh, 818 this morning, still waiting for James to utter his first word of criticism about an Avs player today. There are several easy targets. He ain't going to get it. I love how you've now become the critical guy. <laughs> I, hey, I'm mad at the Avs, so damn it, Manchester better go off on him. I like the way they scrapped back into the game. I thought it was a different... 
response to adversity than we saw last year. I'd have loved if they'd have tied it up. I'd have loved if they'd have got it into overtime. Yes, of course. I'm not trying to be, you know, field day and everybody gets a ribbon, but that was distinctly different than how games went last year. Games last year spun out of control and turned into 6-1 blowout. Right. And they did tie the game last night. They got screwed by a ticky-tacky rule. And you know what? I don't have to come on here and rip them today. Jared Bednar did that. So that's fine. I mean, come on. We'll close with this. 4979 says, I think Byron Beck called Vic Dick. LOL. Let's play the tape. Thanks for a few minutes this morning. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at Pepsi. Enjoy it, Dick. Thank you. All right. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We have to save that. We're saving that forever. Can we hear it one more time? One more time, Jesse, if we've got it. Just uh, just Byron, if, if you don't have the whole thing. Enjoy it, Dick. Thank you. All right, take care. <laughs> Byron Beck is my new favorite Nuggets legend. Uh, uh, congratulations to Nash. He won the Power Five for St. James versus his ego. I oh. thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well Jeez, done. Funny uh, something more mean about me. We will close with our Fired Up finale. This is the Fired Up finale presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Let's be fired up. When is somebody going to give me the picture in picture where you can have eight pictures in this Xfinity? Help me out here. Help me out. I love the service. I love everything about it. I need that picture in picture thing so I don't have to be whipping back and forth missing plays. Why could have used it last night? Why can't our TV, and maybe it can, and I just don't know how to do it. Why can't it get divvied up into like nine screens? Well, I, I, I'm sure it can, but you, you gotta, th- there's a, an invention out there. This guy, this software this guy sells allows you to do exactly that. But you have to go out and buy it and add okay. it to your service. My question is, why Man. doesn't the service come pre-existing? Well, why? that'd be better. Well, it should be. I mean, it, you know, there are a lot of sports fans that that love this stuff. You have to give me more than one choice. I don't want to watch just one game on a Thursday night when there are five events going on at the same time. Last I night. need multiple channels. <laughs> To like us on Facebook, Altitude 950. Follow us on Twitter at Altitude 950. Our website's Altitude950.com. And you can join the A-Team by sending A-Team to 88474. Vic Lombardi or Dick Lombardi on hold. The fact that Byron Beck referred to me as Dick just made my year, (laughs) made my week, made my life. Let me tell you something. That is the greatest thing I've heard. It passed on me. I, I sort of thought he did, but now that you play it back, calling in. Dick Lombardi. Thanks, fellas. Have a great weekend. Vic, have a good weekend. Thanks so much to Peter McNabb, Alex English, and our favorite guest of all time, (laughs) Byron Beck. Up next, Hastings and Brown. made our week, too. That was great. Have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy it, Dick. Thank you. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, it's the Nuggets home opener as they take on the Kings at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open through, yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Keep making noise! Keep making noise! Yeah!
Football Friday. We're coming to you live from King Supers, 1545 South Kipling, Rock Street, in Florida. Here's what we got to do, Davis. Can we turn that? No one's listening here, right? We don't know speaker on in here, right? Are we doing speaker on here? Turn up a little bit. Got to turn up. And Dan, did you let that thing go down in my ear? It's Friday. It's football Friday. We got mail came over. Mail, where's the barbie work on? What is it? You're the bookkeeper? Can you hear this music? You can't hear the music? Oh, I can't hear the music. Here's what we do on Friday. We play this music. We, you know, let me turn it up. Uh-huh. We're going to turn it up. Right? 